Yo, this is Jerry Silvest, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. This season, we'll talk with artists, musicians, and other creatives, journalists, educators, and anyone else who's contributing to the culture, pushing the needle and stretching the margins. From one-on-one conversations to roundtable discussions, covering everything from hip-hop to quantum physics. Wait. Wait, okay, no, not actual quantum physics, okay? But if you're unfamiliar with black culture, then it might just sound like it. (laughs) Addressing the world the only way we know how. Talking about it. Everybody has a story to tell. These are just the ones you should know. Let's go. Hey, yo, what's going on? This is Jerry Sylvester, and this is episode five. Uh, We're going to start it off like this. If this is your first time listening... Where you been? If you're returning, welcome back. First and foremost, let me give a shout out to all the brothers that came through for the panel. Shout out to Illustrious B, uh, Sway Jury, um, David Lewis, Jeremy M. Green, you know, for coming through and uh, you know conversing with us about dating, the challenges of uh, relationships. Um, it was dope. You know, what I'm saying, I had a lot of fun on that episode. Uh, for those of you who have not got a chance to listen to it, go through it. Let me know your thoughts, concerns, yo, write in. Um, hit me up on our new official Twitter for, for those who know. I'll give you all the information towards the end of the show. I'll also put it in the show notes as well. Um, shout out to those who uh, reached out to our email address. Um, we weren't able to answer every single question. Um, but hit us up on Twitter, man, and we'll, you know, we'll, we can continue the conversation there. Yo, this is episode five. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really excited to have uh, you know, the guest um, that I have with me in the studio with me tonight, close friend an artist, he's a creative, I call him a new age contemporary black artist, you know, my brother, Andrew Sasan. What's up, what's up? I felt, I felt hype right now, man. <laughs> felt like I was coming, like I was coming, coming stage, introducing your starting lineup. Um, Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, Los Angeles Lakers. No, and actually it's dope because five is my lucky number. Oh, word. So it's like, Yo, it's... You know, I feel like the stars are aligning. It aligning. Like, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So you know what? I, I want to set it up like this. All right. Um, back in 2015, um, I guess you could say maybe was the beginning of your career as a painter. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. You were featured in the Silver Lake Gala in 2015. Yep. And for those of you um, who are unaware, uh, there is a music conservatory in Los Angeles. It's called the Silver Lake Conservatory of Music. Um, it was founded um, by two Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, frontmen, um, Flea and Anthony Keeds. Yep, Anthony, yeah. Um, and so Andrew's um, work was featured in this, uh, as an auction in the gala. Um, so this was like your first experience with your work being included in, I guess, a, a, a large scale event. Yeah. Um, I want to read some of the names that were also a part of that show. Damien Hurst, Jeff Coons, Shepard Ferry, um, Richard Prince, and then a relatively unknown black artist. You had a piece that which I believe is kind of was a part of what went on to be Ivory Gold Slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, piece was called Free Lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sold for five thousand dollars. Yeah. Yo, and now here we are. Now here we are. 
Yeah, that that was that was crazy because how that happened is I went to so I was in negotiations. Okay. Like that the summer before that, right? Mm-hmm. I was in negotiations with with the company. I kind of want to name drop it, but I kind of don't okay. want to name okay. drop it. You know, um, don't want to offend my political connects. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna so, keep it a buck. <laughs> so I was in negotiations with with uh, Kanye's company. So Adidas, like Yeezy, okay. Yeezy that Word. was like season like season one, All right. right? Correct. And I was. I was in a weird place because I had just got back into painting, mm-hmm. right? Because my mother was a painter, that right? Is so, so that's that's the backdrop. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't painted for almost almost a decade. So I'm in negotiations with that company. Then the deal falls through, like logistics, salary, mm-hmm. whatever, right? So I went to Alaska. I went to Alaska for, for two, two months, and, two and a half, two months, and a half months, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle of nowhere working construction and painting, just dedicated. Just mm-hmm. and the craft, right? Why Alaska? I, I flipped the coin. I flipped the coin between New York and Alaska, mm. right? Okay. And and Alaska won. Um, and my sister owns a house up there, oh, right? Wow. And she was like, "Okay, like I'm gonna be in Europe for the summer, mm-hmm. so if you want, you can have access to my house and my car, right?" So I went up there. Like she connected me with our distant uncle. Yeah. Right, I'm working construction. Hanging out was a wild summer too because I was I was working construction with you know like uh, like Mexican cartel, which was a whole nother thing <laughs> in Alaska. In, in Alaska, which was wild. Yo, like and, and and they were working construction too. Like so. Yo, so that's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was mental. Uh, so some breaking bad shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. So so from there, I ended up I put together I, I did 10 paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the first time also that I had traveled with work. Right. So I, right. Didn't, sh- I didn't ship it back. Mm. So I did 10 paintings. I came back with seven. Right. And I remember Sef- seven of the original 10 that you made. Seven of the original 10. OK. Right? And, and, and when I was out there, I was working with because so where where I was staying at the house was two and a half hours from any art store, mm-hmm. any any relatively convenience, right? right. The only things no that No Michaels. No, not no like Blick. Two two and a half hours. Okay. Right. And and they don't even have Blick up there in Alaska. But basically it was all like kind of mom and pop art mm-hmm. stores. So I had to drive two and a half hours to get supplies. Wow. Right? So then I devised a plan where I said, okay, well what I need to do is since I'm away, like some jobs I'll be away for like three weeks just working, mm. two weeks just working on a job. Yeah. So, I, so I said, I need to get supplies from these sites to work on, mm. right? And then that, that kind of evolved into mm. what became Ivory Gold Slaves, right? Mm. So just okay. kind of the found materials. Mm. I, I did two really, really dope paintings on, um, on nylon screens, so okay. it's like screens you would put on your windows, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Or, or or your arcade door. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, so uh, I come, I, I take the ten paint, seven paintings. I'm hopping on the plane, and I remember the girl at the 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 kiosk, mm-hmm. the the stewardess. She was like, she was like, oh yeah, um, we're gonna need to check. We're gonna need to check that in your head. And I was like, check it for what? <laughs> and she, she said, no, no, we really need to check it. I was like, no, you, you're not going to check it. And it, it was fascinating because that was the first moment that I ever felt 
really possessive mm. over something that I had I had created. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so sure enough, you know, I, I got on the plane, I got on the plane with the art and it had its own little department and yeah. you know, it sat real nice. And when I came back, I came back to LA. And I was in LA for maybe like four days, right? Okay. But not too many people knew I was back. Yeah. Right? It's really low key. You kind of just slid, slid back into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And so I went to I went to go have lunch somewhere, and I was walking up the street, and then a girl, because it's real community-driven, you know, mm-hmm. over there. And so this this girl I know like came up to me, and she was like, "Hey, like, um, such and such, like, thought she saw you, and she thought you were back in town. You should go say hi to her." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, all right." So I went over and said hi to my friend, and she said, "Hey, you know, I'm." I'm work I see that you've been you've been working in Alaska. Like mm. I see I see like you know you you you've been practicing yeah. and, and and I would love to see your work. I'm actually working on this show, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in I'm in charge of of, of curating this show and finding mm. the artists to donate work to this benefit. Yeah. Right? And I would love to see your work. If it's good, we'll feature it, right? Work. If it's if it's whack Better luck next year, yeah. right? So, and she was like, "Whatever you do, don't want to catch a brick." Yeah, no, 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 no. you don't want to catch, catch a brick. brick. Me, you don't want to catch a brick. <laughs> so she's like, "Whatever you do, do not give me a wet painting." Mm. So then I'm like, "Man, like," I, and I had seven paintings already, but I wanted to push the envelope a bit. Okay. And I had already started kind of devising, developing this mm. new these new canvases, mm-hmm. right? Which were which were on paper bags. Right. Be- before I left, I was working on paper bags, but I I didn't have it quite mastered. Okay. Now 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 just real quick now, were 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 these full scale canvases or, or full scale pieces rather? Full scale, yeah. Okay. Like like I was initially when I first started on the paper bags, they were like paper bag size, which is probably like you know like two feet, yeah. whatever, three feet. I don't know. Um, but then I was making them six feet, mm. right? Okay. Six by like five. Yeah. You know, so we're we're talking large, large yeah. scale. You know, mm-hmm. taller than a lot of men I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So uh, I, I I I I did a new painting on uh, the paper bags, mm-hmm. and I, I went. I remember I, I went home. I was super, you know, geeked up. I was like, okay, I gotta do a new painting, and I had all this material that I was looking at from Alaska. So mm-hmm. I was in Alaska, but I was sourcing inspiration okay. from from Ghana, Nigeria, mm. like all sorts of places in Africa, okay. right? And so I went back, I'm like, okay. And then also my girlfriend at the time, I remember I had, I was, I had, this, I had this courtyard at my old place and I remember she was, she was like really dope, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, so like I'm out there, she, she, she lived uh, two hours out of town. And so she she was at my place and she was like she was like oh, look, what what are you working on I was like oh I'm working on this painting for this for this benefit mm-hmm. and and I and I always said you know when I was in a good place I would I would you know donate to charities and and it was crazy mm-hmm. because this thing came along so I'm working on it whatever I turn over the work she she's like giving me whiskey and yeah, like, yeah. just she perfect girl you yeah, know she's yeah, been yeah. there for me and um, I give my piece to my friend and. Like, but but I gave it to her assistant technically, mm-hmm. so she's not a her she my friend wasn't there, so okay. I gave it to her assistant, and she's like, we're gonna pay for framing, we're gonna pay for everything, so don't worry about it. So oh, I'm don't. Like, all right, cool. Framing ain't cheap. Fra- it is not cheap Fam, at all. I work in a museum. I already know what time it is. Bro, 
expensive. Yeah. So so I give it to her. Then um, she she hits me up. She hits me up. Ecstatic, right? Yeah. And she was, she said, "Hey, I got I I, I received the painting. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful." And she said, initially, I thought that it was rap because because nobody had nobody really saw like what yeah. I was I was in Working the lab on. cooking up, yeah. you know. So she mm-hmm. was like, originally, I thought that it was, I thought the painting was wrapped in the paper bag. Yeah. But what I didn't know is the paper exactly. bag was, was the, the painting, painting yes. right? And uh, and and it, it was it was really great because that I titled it "Free Lunch," you mm-hmm. know, this play on words like double entendre because yeah. it was it was something on a paper bag, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then also I was educating mm-hmm. an audience, right? Okay. And then also, you know... You educating st- the audience on what? Uh, you know what? To be honest, in that moment, I didn't even... It didn't even dawn on me. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was so many layers that I was kind of, like, peeling back. But my whole thing was I wanted to educate them on like what it was like to work on found materials. And then also yeah. I had just read this article about the Black Panthers and talking mm. about the free lunch movement. The free, the lunch, free pro- lunch movement. Program. The, the free, free lunch program. program. Exactly. That was ultimately shut down and then recreated, reproduced by the government. Exactly. And spread nationwide. Right. Right. And so and so mm. I was I was reading about that and, and I'm a mm. I'm a huge fan of titles, you know, it's yeah. it's for, like one of the biggest things for me. And yeah. it's one of the hardest things. You know, yeah. So, so I wanted to incorporate all of that into the work, yeah. Right, and um, and then also, you know, it was it was a benefit. So, so I was donating it, right. so it was for free, right? And and so it was a mm. lot of it was so many layers yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. went into that. That's, that was just kept playing on top of each other. Yeah, that's and then, dope. And then I was like thinking about the the paper bags that I was thinking about like my mother like giving me a you know lunch, lunch and a paper bag mm-hmm. and it was just so many elements to it but long story long story long yeah I ended up going to the gala and so nervous I remember I remember I hit up my brother Jay and I was like man I was like yo Jay man like you know like I have to go to this gala thing and he was just like yeah like you got this yeah don't worry but but what I can say is I I wore I remember I wore a, like a white button down and like a dope blazer. Mm-hmm. I remember driving. I had I had this um, some Mercedes and I had the sunroof all the way open. I, Yo, top down, I'm spinning, feeling lovely, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yo, so so tell me this: um, the gala that you were featured in that was that was the first year. No, was no, it? no, it wasn't. It wasn't the first year. They. They did. They they did a few, a few um, prior shows to that. Okay. What's what's even more fascinating about that is the year before. Okay. I was like I was grinding right, mm-hmm. and my friend, a separate friend, a mm-hmm. separate friend that that owns like one of my favorite restaurants in mm-hmm. L.A. He was he was like helping out like. Uh, curate the show and like in them a space okay and then his wife was like hey uh if you you want to make some extra cash go help set up this show so i had set up the show the year the year before be- the year wow. before right really? and i remember just being like marveling at all all the art and all the artists wow not even thinking in my head that that could be you that i could be involved mm-hmm. in it 
you know. And, and so when, it, really, it really came full circle, I guess, in a way. It came full circle, yeah. But mm-hmm. it was unexpected. Yeah. Completely yeah. unexpected. Blessings usually are. <laughs> usually, huh? <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, to be featured with, you know, Wes Lang, Damien Hirsch, yes. Richard Prince, which was another thing that I, I didn't... Because it's all it was all donation based. Right. So, so so and not to cut you off. Yeah. Going in, did you know who else you was gonna be featured with, or or was it nah. you found out when you got to the gala? I found out when I got there because because what happened was so you know with social media you can you know people leak things all the time. Correct. So so she my friend was trying to get all these artists through mm. through her connections. Yeah. Right. Because she's she's also what I didn't mention is my friend is also a painter. Okay. Right. So she's been in the art industry for, you know, a decade or yeah. more, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was using her personal connections mm-hmm. to put together this show. Yeah. Right? And so I didn't I didn't know like but maybe maybe Richard Prince mm-hmm. is featured, maybe West Lang is, maybe they're not. Yeah. Depending on what yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when when I walked in that room, I had I had you walk in and then there was the wall like facing right behind you. Mm-hmm. That the painting I did was six six by five, I think. Six six by six. I had a whole wall to myself. Oh man. Right? In this gala. In this and, and the gala, in the auction, a whole wall to myself. And you know, that that was the first time that I had ever shown technically. Mm-hmm. Right? To an audience that wasn't right. like private collectors mm-hmm. coming by my studio. So, so that all in its own was yeah. mind-boggling for yes. me. I, I had jitters, nervous. Yeah. So, 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 tell me, tell me about interacting in in that space and with people engaging with your work. Uh, what that, was what was what was that experience like? It was overwhelming. Cause this is the first time, right? That yeah, you, yeah. You're seeing people, um, you know, not friends, not family, not people yeah. that know you personally, um, you know, engage intellectually and critically. Yeah. With your work. Yeah. And it, it was it was it was completely overwhelming because it was there wasn't for one there was no one in the room that I could turn to mm-hmm. that I could like my friend my friend was there but she was like busy doing stuff right. you know so it wasn't she's, like she's and, running and, an event and, exactly and what what am I gonna do like you know fall around like a sad puppy so there was no one there that I could really rely on outside of myself mm-hmm. and I went I went by myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anyone. And so, you know, people I had, I, at the time I had half my head shaved, you know, I had dreads, <laughs> you know, yeah. so I'm already in there looking, looking wild. <laughs> and, and, but then on top of that, it's like my hair looks crazy, but then I'm, I'm in a suit. Yeah. You know? And so. But you look like you were supposed to be there. Oh, oh yeah. Cause I was supposed to be there, <laughs> you know, without a, without a doubt. Goddamn right. Um, but, but it was, it was hard because. You know, I hear people, and, and they had a bidding sheet. So I'm mm-hmm. looking at bids from other artists, and, and I'm staring at mine like, oh, it's a bid going up. It's like mm-hmm. maybe people interested. But, you know, people people want to bet on winning horses, right? So you, yeah. you I'm, I'm the young stallion mm-hmm. that entered the race with, with accomplished yeah. stallions yeah, already. Yeah. You right. know, so I'm looking at people bid on. They got weight on, behind them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and. And um, I'm looking at I'm looking at people bid on these pieces like Damien Hurst's piece just, just going through the roof, just soaring yeah. like boom yeah. boom West Lang, and I'm like man, like wow, like I, I'm just right. people just, people who are 
for lack of a better, they're OGs in the game. Yeah, they have a reputation. Yeah, they're luminaries in, in, in the industry. Exactly. And so I got overwhelmed a bit. I actually left early. Really? Yeah, yeah, I left early. I remember... Um, so, I, so, so you left before you even found out before, how much... Before how, I even found out how much your souls were. Mm. I, I left. Um, I, have, I went to go grab another drink. And this is funny because I went to go grab a drink and then I ran into Zane Lowe. Wow. Right? Ew. <laughs> I, Yo, that's crazy. Right? So I went to go grab a drink. Damn. I, I ran to Zane Lowe and his wife. And uh, I was like, I was, I was staring at him. <laughs> I was like, man, should I say something? I? I'm like, man, this might be the only time you ever see Zane Lowe. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how many people in the room know who Zane Lowe is right. or whatever the case is, but he's here right now. And I went up to him and I was like, man. I, and and he had just they had just did like the 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 I think either the Holy Grail interview or mm. one of the Yay interviews. Mm. He, I, I think I think it was the Yay interview that twenty fifteen. It, it might have been. It might have been Yay. Yeah, I, it might have been Yay. Right? It might have been Yay. Yeah. So 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 that had just came out, and so I walked over to him. I was like, Hey man, um, I just want you to know, like I'm a huge fan of yours, and and I love I love what you're doing, right? Yeah. And this, this is funny. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm Hit supposed me. to tell this story Yo, or whatever, but. We, hey, we got it. For those who know, we got the exclusive. Go ahead, drop that. So, so I'm talking <laughs> to Zay, and I'm like, yo, man, I'm like. And he was, he was with BBC at the time. No word. Right? Right? And so I was, he was like, yo, so, like, what, do, what are you doing here? Like, what, what are you doing? And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm one of the, the featured artists, you know. And he was like, he was like, oh, he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. He was like, which one, which one is yours? I was like, free lunch. And he yeah. was like, he looked at his wife and he was like, we love free lunch. Yo! And, and, then, and then I was like, what? I was like, I was like, you guys love it? <laughs> he was like, yeah. He was like, man, the title. He was like, the material. He was like, man, like, I, I just want to know the story behind it. And I was like, I was like, I told him, I said, Zane Lowe, Zane Lowe interviewing me in line at the bar. Yo, right? you made it. So, so, so I was, I was hype, you know. And then he was like, um, oh, "That's beautiful." He, but, but peep this. This is how good. This is how good he is. So he was like, I was like, yeah. So, um, I, I, I caught wind that you're leaving BBC, mm -hmm. and I was like, you're going over to Apple. This is before he just like went to Apple. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you going, you going to Apple. I was like, well, what was the reason behind that? And then he said, he looked at me and said. Free lunch. And I was oh, like, oh shoot. I was like, yo. I, th I thought you only did this with the grapes. <laughs> wow. Like, you got a piece of it. Just hype. And, and I, I had like got his email and stuff. And yeah. like, I was trying to get a studio visit with him. But he like, we were, he, he actually hit me back, but then he didn't. He didn't follow mm -hmm. through with it. But just to have the story, you yeah. know. Like, no, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a really dope moment. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's, it, I, I'm sure it's, it's gratifying at the same time because one, you're leaving the show, yeah. right? You you you're feeling part of the pressure, overwhelmed, yeah, and yeah. then have somebody who who you do look up to because one, they sit down with some of the dopest artists, um, and he's amazing what he does. And then for him to be like, "Yo, I love your shit," yeah, like yo, like that's like that's likened to, you know, Jay putting the Gucci hat over his over his like, face. Whoa. He's like, he's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Jay said you a real soulful dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's dope. So right, so yeah, I ended up leaving, and then I was then then later on I got the numbers that it, that it was it, it sold for five thousand. Yeah, I kind of want to pivot 
kind of hear. So this is one, as we already said, this is like the first time that you're ever displaying your work, you're showing your work. Up until this point, obviously you hadn't sold any work. Yeah. Right? Um, and I kind of I kind of want to go back a little bit into your personal history. Yeah. Um, your mother was an artist. She was a painter. Mm-hmm. I remember you told me a story once about um, your mom had an opportunity to animate with Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Um, but the opportunity fell through. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of the point where she felt that art wasn't something that was um, viable as a career. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of adopted that as well, you know, going through just your life as a young man. Yeah. Um, was this like a turning point? Where you were like, this is something that's possible? You know what? I, I, to be honest, it, it was. But I had, I had been in, it's fascinating because I had been in a world where I was, at that point in my life, I was watching a lot of people around me make a lot of money mm-hmm. from their past. So I was watching, you know, graphic designers make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I was watching musicians make a lot of money. These, these were all, they're all artists in their own right. Yeah. You know, but it just it just hadn't happened for me yet, mm-hmm. right? And and so even though from that show, I didn't receive uh, tangible currency, right. direct monetary direct, gains ex- from it. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. I received um, like more like it was a confidence booster because I was like, okay, why for sure. I was like, wow, okay. Th- this industry is structured like this and people are paying this amount of money. And, and I was like, I'm, I'm an emerging artist. Like these people, like I, it felt good to know that someone in the room mm-hmm. was betting on me. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I didn't even meet the lady who purchased it, mm-hmm. you know, but she bet on me. someone saw value in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, 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 and when that happened, I, it was, a, it was a turning point and, and it wasn't, it's there's there's no with me and my mother there was we're in two we're on two different trajectories you know mm-hmm. like her she she wanted that job at Disney Animation mm-hmm. Studios you know and for me you know I'm where I'm at and yeah. and it's it's different mm-hmm. you know because because she my mother never wanted to be I don't think she she ever wanted to be a contemporary mm-hmm. like artist in this context. Mm-hmm. And live I, that, and live that artist's life exactly mm. because you, we're, we're talking about a woman that has two two children, right? Single single right. parent, mm-hmm. you know, and other responsibilities. And 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 I can only imagine at that time how the industry was set up and how it how it worked. Exactly. So we want to talk about access and barriers, especially for a woman, especially for a woman of color. Yeah. Um, in that industry, and and maybe maybe she I don't know maybe she knew. She probably felt it. That was a challenge she didn't want but to do. Because you think about it, there's still like, there's still white women that are barely getting their rights as painters. Right. You know, we're talking about privileged yeah. women. Black women on the lower rung exactly. of that. You know, imagine trying to be a, 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 a color, a woman of color painting in 1960, 1950. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are things that I think about. The access is limited. And, and you know what? And I think kind of, I think a lot of that shows in your work, mm. right? Um, I think a, a lot of people may not know. I mean, I guess it depends on how versed you are in terms of contemporary art. Um, but the, the, the visibility or lack thereof for black painters um, is, is minimal. 
Yeah. Um, and I and I feel like one, I feel like as as a black person, as a person that loves art and loves um, learning about you know new creators, I can't say that I was taught and I was told a lot about black artists as a child. Yeah. Right. So these are things now that like I'm learning on you know my own um, you know recognizance and doing my own due diligence. You know, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I, I say that to say I think that these themes that you paint with um, and that you use to circulate your work, I feel like speaks to a lot of that as far as, um, like I said, the, the lack of access for, for black artists. I mean, the stories and the narratives that, that you're telling through your work is that of a black man, that of a man in America. Um, and and, it, and it's a very unique story mm. um, in that, I guess to go back to the gala, there's a painter who is um, engulfed in the space with artists who, for quote unquote, have um, years, decades of like training, yeah. right? Like you didn't go to school for this shit. Nah. It's natural. Yeah. It was an innate ability that you had and that you fostered and you developed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is dope. But with guidance from my mother, you know, it wasn't True. completely like I can't take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to mom, you know. <laughs> but 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 I mean, but like you know, you you went to school, but you didn't go to school for painting. Nah, nah right? Nah. You know what I mean? I bypassed our school. Yeah. yeah, you know, you took the Kanye West route. Did you graduate? <laughs> nah, I, I just decided, decided I was, I was finished. finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably gonna be dropping yay bars <laughs> all night just for y'all. I love it. All, I love all it. All night, just eating it up. You know, um, so so I kind of wanna, I kind of, I kind of wanna get into. Um, thematically, you know, your work, like I said. Um, and, we, and we can go back to talk about your debut show, um, Ivory Gold Slaves. Um, 2016, Los Angeles. I wasn't able to make it. I think I, I, I was still freshly in New York. Mm. Um, you know, but I remember talking to Jay. Um, I remember seeing the, you know, the visuals and just seeing all the, all the fam that was out there in the show. Yeah. Um, so we can, we, can, we can put a point on Ivy Gold Slaves. That was, that was your inaugural show. Yeah. That was your, um, you know, your, your introduction to the art world. Yeah. You just came back from L.A. Mm -hmm. um, off the heels of your second exhibition, mm, yeah. Black Privilege. Yeah. It ran from March 31st to April 14th. Yep. Yo, let's get into that, man. Like, tell me, tell me about, this, about this show, this experience. Um, tell me about black privilege and what that means. Man, well, black privilege it began as um, essentially it was it was fascinating how this the show came about. It's because I had just I had just came I just come off of Ivory Gold Slaves. Okay, you know, and I was I was just on a high from that. Mm -hmm. But then there was a major crash, right? So I had the post show blues. Mm. You know, I've spent so much time putting crash creatively. Creatively, okay. creatively, and 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 mentally, you mm -hmm. know, there was you were exhausted. I, yeah, I put a lot of work into it, mm -hmm. a lot of heart and soul into it. Yeah, and so uh, I had, I was creatively stifled. Mm. So I decided, I said, okay, well, maybe I should go away for a bit, right? And I got, I got really, really drunk, like really drunk one night, and I booked a one way to New York, and. The next day I woke up, I was like, eh, you're not, you're not going, you're not going to New York. You're not going to New York. And then another day passed. I'm like, maybe you go to New York. Maybe you don't, maybe you do. More days passed. Mm -hmm. Then wait, wait. But you already had booked the ticket. 
had already the ticket was booked. You paid for it already. It was paid for. Okay. Yeah, it was it was paid for. <laughs> it was a one way ticket paid for. Right. This this was this was my internal dialogue. Yeah. Right. So I ended up coming here, and I was working on my next show. Okay. Right. And so I'm working. I'm working in, in my my studio in New York. And mm-hmm. now 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 just just to put a point, what ultimately led you to being like, you know what, bump it. We out. We just we are gonna make this move from LA to New York. You know what? I think in my head, I just wanted to push myself creatively. Okay. And I and and I had I knew that when I left, when when I was in LA, you know, like you do a big debut, you know, everybody is, you know, everybody wants to know like what's next for you, like how you mm-hmm. can navigate. But then at the same time, I I need to focus. Yeah. You know, I need to do I need to get back in my zone. You know, and, and and get back in the empty gym. Yeah. You know, and just mm-hmm. lock in, mm-hmm. just me, myself, and I, yeah. and and with build no, yourself back with, up. With, yeah, with no with no distractions. Yeah. You know, and so when I came, it was it was you know it was an adjustment because I I this is how crazy I am. I came, I moved to New York, in the in, in the heart of winter. Yeah. You did right. the hey, you did the Jerry style. Right? That's <laughs> touchdown in the middle of the winter. Touchdown. With no coat, nigga. No, I, had, I had no coat, really, to be honest. I, I thought I had a coat. Yeah, nah. It, no, that shit was thin, B. Because I, I saw you when you touched it. It's like, yo, nigga, you got this thin ass coat, nigga. <laughs> like you out here hurting. I got hey, I got I got I got really I got really lucky with the with the coat. Man, thank you. Shout outs. Shout out to Jillian for the coat. <laughs> wow. Um, but but no, I, I I came here and it was you know it was winter so it was really gloomy and it was wet out and I'm dealing with a lot of elements that I, I wasn't used to. I'm, right. I've been in the snow before, but not like this. Not trying to navigate. And so I set up shop. You know, I have my kid and I started working on new paintings. And and mm-hmm. the paintings they just they were not coming. Okay. They were not coming to me. And I don't know if it was because I was so fresh and I was mm-hmm. just in my own head. Yeah. But then I started working on, I started a series just before I left. Um, I, have, I have about like 200 something odd, the over 200. I might mm-hmm. have like 300 drawings. Um, Back in LA. Between LA and New York, okay. right? But I had started this series mm-hmm. on gray paper mm-hmm. just, before, just before I left LA, okay. right? And I did, I, th- I did like nine, like nine on the gray paper. And so when I got to New York, I had I had that pad, mm-hmm. that like sketch pad. And okay. I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on these great these great sketches here, mm-hmm. right? So I'm start working on these great sketches and it's gloomy out. So I'm like, okay, this reflects mm-hmm. what's happening outside. Right. Right. And so after a while I was like, you know what? Like maybe maybe this isn't this this isn't what I'm feeling. And then I went to the store, and I I had ran I ran out of I had ran out of gray paper. gray paper mm-hmm. right and and I went to the store, and I was like oh can I can I get another like gray sketch pad mm-hmm. that I'm looking for everywhere yeah. no one no one knows they can't mm-hmm. find it, so then I go to the place where they have single papers mm-hmm. right? I'm navigating through that and then I saw the black paper yes right. And and that that's really that's really what changed everything because mm. because so. So this is fascinating. So I got the black paper, right? But be- before I had left, the, some of the sketches I was doing in LA 
I was spray painting. Mm. I was spray painting white paper okay. with black chalk spray paint mm. and drawing over it. Got it. With white pastel yeah, and yeah. white charcoals. Okay. Right. Yeah. So now I'm in this art store and I come across this black this black paper. Yeah. And I and I had this moment where I kind of went back a bit in my mind. I was like, oh, like this kind of reminds me of when I was spray painting the black chalk. Yeah. And, you know. So then I buy I buy like three sheets, three or four sheets initially. Mm-hmm. Initially three or four sheets of the black paper. Okay. Just to test it out. Just to test it out. Just, yeah. Just to test it out, catch a feel. You know, so I'm working on it. I'm like, man, this is this is kind of nice, okay. But then also, I'm also working on like white paper. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm between the two, and then I'm working on paintings, right? Okay. Just like like um, uh, linen, linen, okay. linen paintings, right? And mm-hmm. and the linen was great. Yeah. Right. So I'm working on everything. You're creating what ultimately becomes black privilege, but. Yeah. Um, did you already have like the show? Was it already booked? Was it already lined up? No, 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 no. That came nah. later. I knew, I knew that. Okay, so when I finished Ivory Gold Slaves, I knew that I was gonna show again in March. I said it internally. You knew internally mm-hmm. and and externally. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Like, like when's the next show? March. That's when the next show is gonna be in right. March. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on a show that's happening in March. There's mm-hmm. no there's no destination. There's no uh, gallery representation. There's mm-hmm. no there's there's no nothing in place. Okay. All it is is me and the work. One, what does the name come from? Okay. Okay. And then two, I want you to elaborate on you know where 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 did you get the buy-in um, the funding, mm. the support for Black Privilege, because because as you as you stated, Ivory Gold Slaves was all self produced, self financed. Yeah. You put your own money up. You found the space. You did it all one hundred percent independent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The second show, you had a machine, you had an engine behind you that helped push mm. the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the, the the first show was, you know, it was it was me investing in me. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And. And it paid off, obviously. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it paid off. Um, wait, what's the question again? So, one. The first one. I want to get the first one right. Black, black Privilege. The title. The title. Mm. Because the titles are important to you. They're huge. So, so the title is fascinating because... Uh, so, I started working on... When I started working on Black Privilege, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted it to be a personal narrative okay ivory gold slaves was personal but personal in the sense of our heritage right right so so i was telling a story about it was more expanded it, it was more expanded mm-hmm. right so i was telling a story about like africa being colonized and the intro in mm. the introduction of that yeah. right but with black privilege mm-hmm. because i had already introduced some historical elements to an audience yeah i wanted to say look i'm a private person let me let me crack open the door a little bit about mm-hmm. my life. Like let me let yeah. me show you what goes on in my world, mm-hmm. what it's like in my head, in my mm-hmm. shoes, in my position at this point in my life, right? And so, I had I had just I had just moved to New York, and so I was surrounded by, um, uh, you know, Muslims and 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 cats like that. So I was like, okay. Man, this this is this is wild, you know. 
this this is this is really dope. The, I got the, the what what JLX said a five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, what he say? Uh, five percent rolled up on me and informed me, right? <laughs> so so that's 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 what I feel like when yeah. I'm like I'm in Crown Heights, you know. So I'm, yeah. I got five percent continuously, you know. Yeah. They they're running TV screens, just yeah. screaming praise out loud, yeah, yeah, right yeah. to the most high degree. And so so initially the show was gonna be called. Assalamu alaikum. Mm, okay. Which means come with peace. For sure. Right. And mm-hmm. I, and 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 you know, because I was in, the, I was submerged in, in that culture, and and I I wasn't I wasn't gonna become, um, Muslim or anything, but that that's where I was at. Right. You know. The influence the, of 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 the culture, the history. Yeah, the Caribbean, the religion, yeah. And that, that whole thing, mm. and so, uh, I ended. I took a meeting with my mentor. Okay. Right. My mentor. Uh, Michael, shout out to Michael Hoffa, right? You listening? <laughs> uh, so I, I took I took a I took a meeting with him, and we we're just we we're just in the studio just right now. He's he's a he's a really really prolific painter. Mm-hmm. I I'm so blessed to know him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and he was like he was like yo, was like, like what's going on with the show? Like I know you're working. What's what's happening? Mm-hmm. And I was like. Uh, yeah, here's the title of the show, Assalamu Alaikum. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you, you, it's what? <laughs> and I was like, Assalamu Alaikum. And he yeah. was like, are, are you are you Muslim? I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, you you can't that's you can't do that, right? And then this you, is coming this yeah. is coming from like a Jewish, yeah. like a Jewish <laughs> you know? like, so so you know he like, was like, yo, it's was, not a good look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So so I'm laughing. I'm I'm like, all right, maybe you're right. So I go back. Okay. I go back in the studio. I'm just like going through my brain. I'm like, okay, like what's like what's the title gonna be, you know? And I was feeling a lot of strain, man. It's it's it is not easy being black in America, first and foremost. Right? True. Then you add another element, you say black in America and you're an American painter. Yeah. Like that's you know, I felt like the walls were right. crashing, cr- like crushing in on me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, man, like, what is the title? Like, what is the title? And I, and I write a lot. I, I got my journal here right now, which mm-hmm. is a new one because I lost, I lost two, two journals since I've been in New York, which is also crazy because I never <laughs> lost journals until I moved to New York. Um, the city so, takes, yo, the city gives and the city takes. Hey, it's, it's an offering. It to the ether. So when, long story short, what ends up happening is I um, I'm writing writing in my journal, and then the title just came: Black Privilege. Boom. Mm. And I knew I knew when I wrote it down. I knew that when I wrote it down, that something had changed. Mm. And I read it, and 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 I, and I kept saying it. Mm. I kept saying it. I was like I was like Black Privilege. Yeah. Black Privilege. And I was like, and and. I was, I was also, I was, I was also intimidated by the title, mm. because because I was. The gravity of it. The gravity, the momentum, the velocity. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's you know? extreme. Yeah, and, and 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 I was I was nervous because I was like, okay, you know, you you're coming out, you you're coming out kind of strong for the second for the second mm-hmm. take. You're just saying, black privilege mm-hmm. like wow and so i sat with it for a bit okay you know and and what were you gonna say no i was just you know i i wrestled with it but i was like man like 
I like this. I, I like this. I like what this looks like. I like what this means. Black privilege. Mm. Like, what are my privileges? Mm. Right? Like, I'm, I'm not just, you know, a descendant of slaves. Mm. Like, like what, what does that mean for me? Mm. You know what I mean? And so, like, I, I, I love that. I love that. Black privilege. Mm. And it's like, yo, my privilege is, my privilege is the fact that I'm, I'm able to be dope. Um, black people created all style and fashion where, the, where, where, where we are at the, the, the center of everything that is, you know, considered dope and fresh in popular culture. And I'm kind yeah. of going on a tangent here. No, but no, but it's true. So, you know, we're talking about, like, relevancy. You know, yeah. we're, we are at the forefront of mm-hmm. what... It's fascinating because black people, we are tastemakers. Correct. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, ex- and originators. Exactly. And exquisite in our own rights. Yeah. And so with black privilege, I... Like I said, I, I really wrestled with it, but I wanted it to be, I knew that when the title came along that like when people heard it, I, w- I wanted when, when, when my peers heard it, I wanted them to feel uplifted and to be yeah. like, yo, like, like, yo, this, this is, yeah. this is a, prev- yeah. a privilege for me to be black and to stand yes. tall mm-hmm. and like, yeah, this is my flesh and to be comfortable in my skin. To like, walk proudly in that heritage. Exactly, right? What Jake but, said, when you see me, see you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was funny because I, when I would say the title, I was like, I would tell people like, "Yo, you know, go check out my show. Oh, what's it called? Black Privilege." <laughs> I remember I was, I was, I was, I was with, I was, keep this. I was, I was with Jay, and we were in, we were in uh, East LA. Okay. At this flea market, and I ran into this cat that I know, and he was like, "Yo, hey, I, I heard." I heard that you have a show up and like I want to I want to go see it and I was like yeah 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 you should yeah check that out like, <laughs> he was like oh what's what's the title of it and I said and Jay standing right next to me I said black privilege and then he said what <laughs> what's it called I said I said black privilege and then and then Jay looked at me and I looked at him and then and then the cat like walked off and and it was funny because I said I said Jay do you do you think that he didn't hear me the first time or was he set back a bit? Yeah. And Jay was like, man, you caught him off guard. <laughs> you had him shook. You had him shook a bit. But it, but it is, but it is. But a that's power. dope though. Yeah. Right? Because like it, it, it's a challenge to, the, to, to us intellectually. Yeah. Right? And emotionally to be like, all right, well, what does that mean? Like, what are you saying? Yeah, you know what I mean. But, but but it's 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 funny because outside like outside the title of the show, the work in the show, mm-hmm. that was a whole nother thing, right? Okay. That was that was another element. So break that down for me. Because okay, so so basically, like I said, it was a personal narrative of my life, and mm-hmm. essentially, like it, I, I I say the the bulk of it has been my life in the past six months. Okay, right. But there are other vignettes that are, that are a little mm-hmm. further back, mm-hmm. right? And so I was telling the story of what it meant to be black and quote-unquote privileged and in mm-hmm. my position. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you start to, you, you reach a point like where I'm at in my career where, you know, you start to feel as if you're like, a, like the anointed one, you know, like you're, mm-hmm. you're the chosen one all yeah. of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you're getting invited to these dinners mm-hmm. and, and, you know, on these trips and, and you're feeling isolated, mm-hmm. uncomfortable, mm-hmm. 
you know. But but in that same right, you know that you've made it. You you've at least made it to a point where you actually have a seat at the table. Yeah. Not everybody can say that. Yeah. So then you start to feel like you are privileged, mm-hmm. right? Mm. But then there's no one. There's no one in these rooms that look like you. Yeah. Or in are in your position. Mm-hmm. You know. So then it's like, how much of a privilege is it really? Mm. Right. You know, it's like I, I made it this far, but but man, I can't I can't even I can't even talk about what I'm going through with anyone in here because there's no relatability. They, they, they're not gonna understand it. Yeah. But I'm thankful to have this seat. Don't yeah. get me wrong. To be there. To be there. But no one speaks your language. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of stories in there. There's another piece in there called the initiation. What's which, that about? Which is which is you know, that one. Might need flex to drop a bomb on this. <laughs> uh, the, the initiation, that piece is is the tell that I just told about mm. being invited to the table, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you have you have a group of people, and then they're all sitting at the table, and you could just you could just feel you could just feel the emotion that's going through you know the conversation, and then at the tail end of the table, mm-hmm. you have an isolated person. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's how I feel, you know, but that mm. piece is the only triptych piece mm. in the show. OK, it was the only one. Yeah. And, and 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 that's how they make that's how that's how they try to make you feel. And in, in, in those settings, like you're being initiated into this, mm. this elitist club. Members only. Members only. Secret society. All we ask yes, is trust. trust. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And so. It's it's fascinating because I I don't know when it happened when I when the shift happened where I started mm-hmm. you know being initiated yeah you know it, it's 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 crazy but that's the reality did you recognize what, it in that moment like like when you're like yo like there's a shift that's happening like I'm now being included in in, in something that I might have been looking in from the outside. Like, did you recognize the moment that you're like, yo? It's it's still happening. Mm. The, I'm okay. st- I'm still in that moment. Yeah. I'm I'm still be in that moment when I'm on the cover of Time. Yeah. It's a Matrix type moment. Exactly. Mm. And 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 it's it's kind of overwhelming because I I like I said, you know, it's what am I what am I supposed to do? You yeah. know, it's like I. It makes you feel like almost as if you're looking. If you if you denounce it, mm-hmm. it's like you're looking to give horse in the mouth, mm-hmm. you know. But then also to even be in that predicament, you know how good I have to be to even you, be included. To even be included, yeah. you know, and and to be at that table and to feel as if I don't belong, right? Right? Because I had to work mm-hmm. twenty times harder yeah. than everybody else there just to be recognized. Just to be recognized, yeah. Right. But but also it's funny because I, I created this whole elitist this whole elitist scene with this dinner, right? Mm-hmm. But then you know what they're eating for dinner? Chicken. Goya beans no. and fish. <laughs> Goya beans and fish. Right? Yeah. Goya beans because Goya beans is the one thing that I that I can always afford. Mm. And I eat, I eat Goya yeah. black beans. Hey, off, hey, that just nigga off the rip, off the rip, right? But it's funny because on the label it say Negro, 
Negro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Black. Black. Yes. Black. And 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 that that piece also very special to me because mm-hmm. one of the biggest black contemporary artists mm-hmm. bought the initiation. Henry Taylor. Really. So 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 that's even that's even crazier. He was at the show. He came, okay. So Henry Taylor. I try to get Henry Taylor to come to Ivory Gold Slaves. Mm-hmm. So so this is a fascinating story too. All in its own. Okay. So I'm working on Ivory Gold Slaves. My studio is across the street from this pizza place, right, in, in Los Angeles. I go, I go to the pizza place. I'm, I'm kind of drunk. You know, mm-hmm. I've been drinking. I'm working in the studio. I run into Henry and this girl, Cass, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm like, yo, man. Like, and I, I had already been to, like, one of his shows prior to that, and then another one of his shows that just moved me, blew me mm-hmm. away up at, at Plum and Pole, what, which still to this day is blown blown me away. Yeah. Like one of the I in my opinion, I think it's one of the best art shows of the 21st century. Really? It was dope, man. And and, and just the environment and how it mm. smelled and how it felt. So anyways, I ran into him at this pizza shop and he, mm. I was like, yo man, huge fan of your work. I've been to a couple of your shows. Mm. I have a show coming up. I would love for you to be there. Mm. And then he's like, he was like, bought me pizza, right? He, oh, bought, he, wow. bought, my, he bought my slices, right? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, we try to, we try to make it, try to make it, whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. He didn't come. Okay. He didn't make it, right? Mm-hmm. No, no hard feelings against yeah. him. I'm like, cool. So then this time around, I'm talking to his camp, and I'm like, I'm like, man, like that would be dope if 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 Henry can make it, like if he can make it to the show, right? I just I just wanted to see the work. Yeah. The title is Black Privilege. You a black contemporary artist. Yeah, this is you. The- I, I truth truth be told, I want to carry James Marshall there. Yo, David Hammonds, David yeah, Hammonds, yeah, Walker. Yo, I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> you name you name any black yeah. contemporary art. I want a song for that. I want a Frank Ocean there. <laughs> I wanted all the, all the contemporary artists yeah. there, you know, but but so I got when that like Henry made they were like oh like the show was about to close on okay. the 14th, right, right, mm-hmm. and so the 14th came and I was like yo I'm texting Scam like yo did you guys make the show like they're like oh yeah we 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 actually gonna go right now first, well first I got a text that was like how how long is the show up. Yeah. I was like, this don't, this ain't looking good at all. Yeah. You know, better luck next <laughs> season, kid. <laughs> so, so I, I get the text that comes in, and the text is like, I was like, it's up until the fourteenth, and then I started, I started kind of pressing a bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you guys, you guys didn't make the show, you make it, and then I get the text. I was like, we're on our way to the show. Word. You know, and I'm almost like, okay, okay, yeah, okay, Henry. Yeah. Henry and Henry and his camp is going to the show. That's a big cosign. It's a big, dude, it's it's huge, right? Yeah. So I just wanted him to be in the building. I didn't even think he was going to like the work. Yeah, I just I just wanted you to be there. Yeah, I just wanted him to see, you know, whatever. So he goes, mm-hmm. then I get a text like, "We really like the initiation. Are there any discounts?" <laughs> I was like, I was like, yes. <laughs> it's like. Right. So so and 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 to be fair, like to be like I'm I'm yeah. like so it wasn't like he was looking for a discount yeah. or anything. It was just like just checking in. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, I was like, man, like in that in that moment, I was blown away that he wanted to 
purchase something. Yeah. I just wanted them to come to the show yeah. to just see to... what I had done, mm-hmm. to see what my experience was like. We're talking about a painter who's been in it for some 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 years. Yeah. You know who's who's experienced. I'm sure I'm sure the same shit that I'm going through. He's went through it tenfold. Yeah. He's in the Whitney. Yeah. He's at Mo- He's at the Underground Museum. I, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that. I was gonna ask you. And shout out to the Underground Museum. I was gonna ask you if you've been to the Underground Museum. One of my one of my homies, um, music producer for the show. He actually just came back from LA, mm. um, and he visited the Underground Museum. Mm. He said it's phenomenal. It's a, a beautiful Bro. space, um, amazing. Where we can we can Bro. we can get on. We can talk Ms. about that. On, on I'm, I'm, a, I'm a show in the Underground Museum one yo, day. I, yo, I haven't been to LA in some time. Next time I touch down in LA, that is on my list of places to go. Those of you all who in LA, check out the Underground please, Museum. Please. Um, I've heard nothing but amazing, phenomenal things about this space, um, highlighting um, black art. Yes. Yes. Right. Shout out to Miss Davis. I don't even want to call her by her first name because, <laughs> man, I, I feel like I'd be disrespecting <laughs> Mrs. Davis. Thank you for the Underground Museum. So, yes, so Henry Taylor. Henry Taylor. She brought the initiation. Brought the initiation. And, um, it, was, it was wild because, because I, got, I got the news, you know, via, via, tech, well, via email, technically, because mm-hmm. I, I had hit up my management company. I was like, yo, on an email, I said, you guys have to give him 10% mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Let me know what happens. Yeah. And I just got an email back that just said, sold. And then I remember just being like, Jumping up and down, it was Yo. it was like it was like the equivalent to me, to me running suicides <laughs> in the gym, and, and I put out my first sneaker, and yeah. and and Michael Jordan was waiting in line. Yeah, he he came he for came, your pair for my pair. He came, Mike Jordan came through the back door. I was yeah. like, Yo, let me just go ahead and get me the size ten and a half. And see songs, and I was like. Oh, Yo. so I, I was jumping up and down. And then it was also now I'm dealing with a new form of pressure, though, mm-hmm. you know, because for one, I wasn't expecting them to buy anything. I just wanted them to come to the show. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, one of the rep, one of the, the, the reps from a management company, they were like, they're like, yeah, you know, we spoke we spoke to to Henry. And he's very he's very excited to have this piece. He is excited, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they said that he said that. You know, you you have the opportunity to be a big artist. Mm. You know, and I just and, got chills right now. And 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 and, and, and it's crazy than that is because my mentor Hafka, I had a talk with him two weeks ago, and he was like, "You have the potential to be the biggest artist of your generation." Mm. You know, and and these are the people that I look up to telling me yeah. this. And and before I was in the, I was, I've always created work that I believed in. Yeah. You know, but now it's that applied pressure. When your idols become uh, your rivals, you got an AI on for your survival. For your survival, you Yo. know, and, and, <laughs> and that's and that's where I'm at, and it's yeah. it's it's a wild place because I'm now, sure. dude, I'm I'm in the studio now, and I'm like, man, like I'm I'm standing at lines a little different. Yeah, I'm like, man, is this you right? Mm. Before. Before it was, it was, just, it was, it was what it was. It, it was, just it was pure. organic. It was organic. It was organic, yeah. and now, and now it's more, it's more calculated, and and you know, I'm, I'll always be the kid in the basement. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, and and it's 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 a fascinating spot I'm in right now mm-hmm. because, like, since he bought this painting, mm-hmm. I'm in a different place mentally now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, not not to not to not to discredit any of the other collectors, because I have a lot of other collectors mm-hmm. out there that that totally support me. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'm I'm thankful for every single collector, Definitely. every single person that that if you if you like my photo on Instagram, mm-hmm. my work resonates with you. If you show up to my shows, if you texting me, if like yeah. if you say what's up to me on the street, and you just like respect who I am as a person and respect yeah. my work, mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect to you and I'm thankful yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and 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 but but with with this, it's like man, I I got my I, I'm I'm I got the word the other day and, and I was like, yo, did the painting get delivered? Yeah. And then and then she was like she was like, uh, yeah, you like, you know, you should come by and, and, and see it in person. I'm like you tell me I'm gonna go to Henry Taylor house <laughs> and look at my, my painting in his house in, in his in his studio. Yeah, like, that's, that's heavy. Big. That's that's heavy. Like Jordan. Yo, that is. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. That's that's, that's 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 black privilege right there in a nutshell. Really, that's that's been the experience. One of my my favorite pieces is called Seat for One, mm. right? And Seat for One is. It comes just after the initiation, so you have mm. the guy kind of isolated at the end of initiation, mm-hmm. and then see from one, it's just a guy sitting at a table, and and he has you know he has drugs on the table, mm. right? He's got pill bottles and and lines and mm. and and you know alcohol, and and he's just sitting there. You could tell that he's just spun, mm. you know, and and also that's a part of it, you know. Mm. It's like for me. After those nights of going to those tables, being emotionally drained, and just being, you know, at my at my ends, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and trying not to navigate, I'm I'm navigating the sea, but being very cautious, right. you know, trying not to overdo a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. But you know, it's it's like the Icarus story, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I'm, yep. fly, I'm Yo, flying, fl- but you're trying to make sure you don't fly too, too close, close to, to the, the sun. sun, exactly. And and you know, the biggest the biggest pop black artist to mm-hmm. date that everyone knows about mm-hmm. is Basquiat. And, and 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 it's it's interesting that you that you that you said that because I was I was just about to pivot into how just even you just you know breaking down the description of, of, of the painting and then talking about those experiences, they sound very um, akin to Basquiat's story. Yeah. Um, one who also was, you know, young black contemporary um, artist, but you know, respectively, he was the new kid on the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, he shifted, he shifted the genre. There was yeah. a whole paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, but of course, he didn't get a lot of the the notoriety. Never, you know, a lot of the acclaim while he was living. Yeah. Um, definitely respected, but um, the life, the life itself of a painter, of being a black painter, of trying to explain um, your ideas, your vision. Um, and make it make sense to people, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And the weight of and the pressure of that, um, you know, it, it ultimately, you know, it, it it became too much for him. Yeah. Well, you, well, you know, we're talking about the it's it's still lure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's still lure. We're talking about like there's a point there's a point where everything just shifts, right? And mm-hmm. and and for me. I remember it was so unexpected, but like all of a sudden, you know, one minute, one minute, mm-hmm. I was just this dude, you know, this guy in a studio painting, you know, and, and like 
people kind of hurt wind a little bit. Maybe he's pain. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's good. Maybe he isn't. Yeah. You know, the next minute, you know, we're talking about models are involved, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about like collectors are involved, mm-hmm. galleries are involved. People right. want to manage me. Mm-hmm. And, and you Advisors. know what? And, and, and to that point, that that's my second question, right? How did you go from producing a sole independent show to then having management, having investors and people that um, you know promoted and produced mm. um, your second show, Black Privilege? Mm. Well, that that happened uh, coincidentally. That that actually happened from the work that I put in for Ivory Gold Slaves. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, realistically, it's like I said earlier, people want to bet on winning horses, right? So you put up a certain amount of money or numbers, people catch wind of it, they want a piece of the pie, mm-hmm. right? They, they, want, they want to get in on that. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, like how could we, how could we get this, how could we get in to the mix, mm-hmm. right? And so I was approached by this company, and uh, like after uh, after I had showed, they pro- they approached me before I did even did Ivory Gold Slaves. Oh wow! So like, is this Tappan? Tappan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Tappan approached me um, right after I did I or mm-hmm. right be- right before I launched Ivory Gold Slaves. Mm-hmm. So they're like that. That's a funny thing too, mm-hmm. how that even happened. They see how how they got in contact with me. And, and, and sidebar for those who, who don't know, Tappan um, is a if I'm not mistaken, is a collective that. Um, supports um, and kind of um, it's kind of like an incubator yeah, for, for emerging artists. Emerging artists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so basically, what happened is they, whoever was handling their Instagram, I did a shoot with one of my dearest friends, Elliot Lee Hazel, mm-hmm. um, and it was for one of my other dear friends, Michael Felix's um, uh, furniture company. Okay. Right. And so they shot in my studio. Mm-hmm. Right, it was like a lifestyle, mm-hmm. lifestyle campaign. Mm-hmm. Those photos ended up on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And then Tappan, whoever handles their like Instagram, Instagram. Mm-hmm. posted a photo of me. Oh wow! And was like daily inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't tag me because they didn't know like who, who yeah, I was, yeah. like, right? <laughs> and then one of my friends followed them and was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, like, is this, is this Yusi son?" And I was like. Yeah, that's me, whatever. Then I received an email and they said, Hey, um, we love your work. Mm. You know, they saw like maybe th- three paintings in the yeah. in the backdrop. Mm-hmm. We love your work, we want to do this. we're interested in doing a studio visit. Um, can we can we swing by? So I'm like, here's the thing. Like, I'm in the middle of my first solo show. Mm-hmm. We'll take, we'll like, I'll meet with you guys afterwards. So I did this whole show, but I, I extend the invitation, of mm-hmm. course. Like, please mm-hmm. come. Yeah, you know, check it out. I'm like, check it out. So mm-hmm. Let me show you For what sure. I can do. Yeah. So I did that. Also, shout out to Rocco DeLuca, who did the original composition for that show. Original, I had a whole score for Ivory Gold Slave. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about that on the back. So, 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 right. so sorry, sorry. I'll get sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, so, so, anyways, what ends up happening is um, they, they contact me. We go into talks, and this is just before I'm about to leave for New mm-hmm. York. Okay. Right? So, 
everything looks good. We signed to a five month, five month contract. Okay. Um, I still, my system was still the same, even mm. though I signed with this management company. Yeah. Right. So, so I still paid for frames. Okay. Out of pocket. Out of out of pocket, self self funded. Mm. You know, I still pay for frames. I still pay for supplies. Okay. I pay for all my accommodations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I curated it nonetheless, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They provided the I, I I also worked with I stuck with the same team that I worked with prior for the for, for for Fire Go Slays for okay. like um like graphic design. Shout out mm-hmm. Jamie Parkers. Um, worked with with the same team graphic designers also for a lot of the language involved okay you know Mm -hmm. i worked i worked with um this amazing up-and-coming um um uh business art Mm -hmm. art person uh kate and so we so we i still worked with like kind of like the same team the the same team Mm -hmm. but then i kind of let you know, tap and do what they did, mm-hmm. right? So, so in terms of like promotion, there wasn't really. I I promoted it, okay. you know, and and mm-hmm. and, and and you know, tap and tap and did, they did some promotion stuff too. But I don't, to be honest, mm-hmm. they provided the space. They they provided the alcohol mm-hmm. and. Um, you showed they, up and got busy. They they and they, they showed me support, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. It was my first time working with a team, so it's. Okay. You know, and I was I was pleased because this is why I was pleased with them. They, I saw them in the field, mm. like when the show was happening. I saw mm-hmm. them like you know mixing and mingling and mm-hmm. and and trying to figure out like who was gonna buy what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right when I left, the show was still up. Mm-hmm. They was they were working around the clock to take yeah. appointments, so forth. So they were invested. They were. Invested. They showed you they were invested. Yeah. Okay, and that's important. Because I'm, I'm thinking about it in my head because I'm so, I feel bad because I'm so kind of like, like critical, mm-hmm. you know, because like I, you know, because I did the first one independently. Right. So, um, but yeah, so that was Black Privilege, man. Mm-hmm. That's how I made it from, from, you know, the, se- the first show to the second show to yeah. this management company. Mm. Cool. I, I mm. think, I think in a sense, like the stars just align. Mm. Yeah. You know, but our, our contract is up though. Okay. You know, it's, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm free. Free, so, you know, so, so so now you're back on just the independent. Yeah, I'm I'm back to independent. We're we're in we're in tapping and me, you know, we're we're in negotiations right now okay. about the next the next the next steps. But it's fascinating because I'm I'm at best I think I'm an innovator. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I began independently, which I'm. I'm still. I've always been independent, even yeah. though I've. I had. A even, managed, even 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 though I have with, management, with, with external outside support. Yeah, representation. Yeah. Um, but now I'm thinking like, what's what's next? Like what's like what's next? Because we're talking about like an art industry that exists that that is all based on gallery representation, mm-hmm. right? You have an artist. You have a gallery. You know. You have like. The galleries range, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a lower gallery, a mid-range gallery, a higher gallery, right? And and you know you got to climb up the ladder, mm-hmm. right? But that's how the music industry was. And mm-hmm. I always use this analogy where I say, you know, before you as a musician, you had to create a demo, mm-hmm. right? You create a demo, you shop it around to A and R's, 
You hope to get signed. You get signed, they put you in an artist incubator, right? right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they give you an advance, mm -hmm. right? Then from there, they put you out. Mm -hmm. You have a smash hit. They keep game, it moving. Game on. Yeah. You, keep, you keep it moving, right? And some and, cats get shelved. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then what happened is Napster hit, right? Mm -hmm. So Napster hit kind of rattled up the music industry mm -hmm. a bit. It circumvented it, the whole industry. Exactly. And they didn't even see it coming. And then all, oh. all, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. they got the rug pulled beneath them. Yeah. So then you had kids in the middle of nowhere releasing music mm -hmm. that, that were getting, you know. The climate games. changed. Exactly. So, so for me, being in the position that I'm in, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm walking on, I'm treading on, on water lightly because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at an industry that already exists that hasn't, yeah. the earthquake hasn't happened in art yet. Yeah. Right? But it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it, it, it's, it's, I think we're in the midst of it. Because I feel like you're, I feel like you're straddling the fence. Right? I am. You're straddling the fence in that, you know, you have one foot in, you know, this, this very old school, mm. pretentious um, industry that, you know, that, that is eons old, mm -hmm. right? And then your other foot is in this new age way of how we, one, consume art, how we distribute art, how we create it. Mm. Um, everything from social media um, to just even, yo, even to the way that you did your first show, mm. that style independent, like you're cutting out the middleman. You're going directly to um, buyers and, and, and collectors directly. Yeah. Where the galleries are like, yo, that's not how we do things. Sure. That's not how it's done. Sure. You're changing, you're changing the rules. You're, you're making up new rules. I'm making up. It's new rules. Yeah, exactly. But but here's here's the here's the the negative connotation of that though. You're just talking about an industry where everything is based on relationships. Mm -hmm. Like most like most big industries are. Exactly. But 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 where I'm at, that's that's the most difficult thing because you know I would love I would love to be like say okay yeah like you know. I'm gonna stay independent. I'm gonna keep doing this, and I'm I'm going to be in the Brooklyn Museum. I'm mm -hmm. going to be in the Louvre. I'm going to be in the Whitney. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be at MoMA. But who's to say? Mm -hmm. Because because there's no institutions behind me, and 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 at that mm -hmm. point, it goes it goes beyond the money, yeah. right? Because it's not just about having people that collect your art. Mm -hmm. It's about having. The right people Correct. that collect your art, mm -hmm. that have that have Who are influencers, exactly. That mm -hmm. have those influential ties. Mm -hmm. They have the clout, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the only difficult thing. Like I, mm -hmm. I just had a conversation uh, with an art dealer last night, and she was just she just telling me she was like, you know what, like you need to get gallery representation because mm -hmm. that's the only way that. You're going mm -hmm. to elevate your career, right? So, so that's that's one side, right? Mm -hmm. But then I have an advisor, on the other hand, mm -hmm. over at CAA, mm -hmm. who I talk about these ideas, and he's like, "Don't listen to her. <laughs> She's stuck in the old world." Yeah. Like this, that, don't listen to her. Yeah. But then I'm looking at my bank account. <laughs> And I'm like, like, well, like residencies, well, yeah. trips, accommodations, well, yeah. And 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 that's 
That's why I'm straddling the fence. Yeah, you are. I see it. Yeah. You know? But, but at the end of the day, I want to be an artist like Frank Ocean. You know what I mean? Where where it's like it is completely independent. Yeah. It is completely on my own merit. And yeah. and, and, and she asked And on your terms. And on my terms. She she asked me, she was like, Why why aren't you showing with the guy? She said, I know you could get a good gallery. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When I first when I first began, yeah. I didn't know I could get a good gallery, but yeah. you know, that it's obvious at this point. Yeah. But the only reason why I could, why the only reason why I have a leg to stand on with any of these galleries, anyone approaching me, is because I've done these independent shows. Yeah. Right. Right. But but also off your to, own strength. Off my own strength. But also, what's even more fascinating about that is just that by me being on my own calendar, mm-hmm. I could do ten shows a year. Mm-hmm. I could do two shows a year. I could do no shows a year. <laughs> there's, there's no one saying that, yeah. like, yo, like, right. you cannot. There's, there's no one checking you. Yeah, and there's no one, and I don't have to wait for nobody. Yeah. You Chance the Rapper. I'm, and that I didn't mention Chance. Yo. That's when I was talking about Frank. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, you. Frank, it, I mean, Chance is in conversation. Yeah. You Chance. I'm Chance. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, I just, I just need that Grammy. Let, Yo, hey, <laughs> I hey, need let, that. Let, let, let my, let my paintings show up at the biannual next, next Yo, time. Yo, Hey, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Okay. And then we're gonna come back. I'm okay. gonna wrap up. Okay. Okay. I'm, is any of this making sense? I'm like, no, it, no, it is. I'm it getting is. hype. I'm getting hype right now. I feel like I get Nia, these Nia. Tans- Yo, these we good? We, is it making sense? Is it making sense? All right. I get all these tangents. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's it's I'm like you breaking it down. Um, shout out to uh my homegirl, you know what I'm saying? She she's sitting in uh the amazing, uh the phenomenal DJ Niara Sterling. Um she's she's uh she's sitting co pilot with us, holding us down in the back. Thank you, Nia. Um we're gonna take a quick break, y'all. We'll be right back. Yo, during this quick commercial break, I wanna take a few minutes to tell you about an amazing new product and introduce you to Monsoor Sharp. It was created with the urban renaissance man in mind. It's the perfect facial hair product for men of all shades and men of various hair types. They take pride in skillfully handcrafting each bottle to precision. All right, fellas, now listen up because this is where it gets good. Summer Solstice is a premium beard oil that embodies a light, non-greasy formula that harvests a smooth, shiny, and well-conditioned beard. And beyond that, the fragrance is amazing. I've tried it. I was out here flourishing, had my beard looking and feeling luxurious. And these are just some of the benefits. Moisturizes skin, improves hair texture, rejuvenates skin cells, eliminates beard itch, promotes hair growth, and helps with inflammation. You can get it for your bae, or maybe that special friend who you secretly want to be the bae. Yo, either way, Summer Solstice is not just a hype move, it's the right move. And find out for yourselves at MonsoorSharp.com. Once again, we are sitting down with Andrew Sasan. All right, so, you know, we, we, we spent the first half of um, our conversation talking about um, your work um, as a painter, as an artist, 
Um, you know, your development between you know your first and second show. What a lot of people don't know is that um, you started off as a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Start off. You start off as a fashion designer. Um, you went to school for fashion design. You went to FIT. Uh, FIDM. FIDM. Excuse me. Um, Actually, should they should they get should they get this plug? <laughs> free market. Free, I want, free I want market. Check. I want to check. Um, for fashion. Yeah. Um, you launched your clothing line, yeah. I believe, 2013. Uh, shit, what we at? 20, yeah, like 2013. 2013, Martyrs Eve. Martyrs Eve, yeah, man. You know, yeah. um, a lot of people, you know, yeah, and, and, you know, beautiful work. Oh, thank you. Beautiful work, man. Um, amazing craftsmanship. Thank you. Um, of your pieces. And, you know, what, what's the overlap from from being a fashion designer to now being um, a fine artist. Mm. You know, so, you know, you, where you go now from um, fabric houses and, you know, you're, you're, you're pulling linens, you're, you're trying mm. to find, um, you know, the right color scales, um, you know, the, the, the right, you know, kind of lacing, the right kind of cuts and soles that you want for your yeah, pieces. For your design. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to where now, you know, you're, you're translating some of these things over to painting? Hmm. You know, that's that's an excellent question. I think that it's, I don't think any of the worlds are too too different. I think that I wasn't, I wasn't initially uh, trained as a fashion designer. It was something that I had to, I had to learn the technical elements of being a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. The taste level was always there okay. because of the household I grew up in, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very fortunate you mm-hmm. know, to have had the upbringing that I had, even though a lot of times when I was in, I was in it, it was, I didn't think it was anything, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, to, to get back to the question, when I was in fashion, I had to, like you said, I had to source buttons. I had to, I, I, was, I, was, a, I was a business, mm-hmm. right? It was my first business that was me that was an extension of me at mm-hmm. the same time, right? And and I, I remember when I actually came up with the name Martyr's Eve, I I wanted to name it after me, mm-hmm. right? But then I was like doing a lot of research and I was reading about like people selling these companies and losing rights to the names. Their name. Their names. Yeah. They're like they're like the, the born name. Yeah. And and I remember it it really it really shook me up a bit and I said, well, if 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 I start a company, when I start a company, I want it to be under a name that I could I could let go mm-hmm. if it came of, to that. if it came to that. Not in the sense of like someone buying not in the sense of like me getting, you know, fucked over and someone mm-hmm. acquiring it. But like if I sold it, I would have to be like, okay, like how how am I gonna sell, sell the name Andre Susan? Like how you know? Yeah. And it, it's my name. It's my name. Yeah. Like how are you how are you buying yeah. my name? My name is my name. My name is my <laughs> name, right? Uh, so so anyways, the the funny thing is, so so I'm very appreciative of that that chapter in my life because mm-hmm. because it taught me a lot of like business skills. Like what 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 I did with that company. Mm-hmm. It's no different than what I'm doing with art right now, mm. right? Okay. This is one iteration of just it. Just one iteration. It's okay. another strand of it. I, All right. I put together the teams, mm-hmm. 
and we execute ideas, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, with Marta's Eve, initially it was just me figuring everything out, you know, hiring CPAs and, mm-hmm. and, and, and figuring out how do I get the best zippers shipped from Japan? Mm-hmm. How do I get these horn, animal horn buttons? <laughs> How do I get that, right? How, Sway? How, Sway? You ain't got the answers, but I did, right? And, and, and it was funny because, like, later on, like, a little bit through it, I got, I got my little brother involved, mm-hmm. which, which y'all, I forever indebted to that dude, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this, that's, that's my dog through and through, Yo, you know? Shout out, shout out, man. Shout out to my man, my brother. Yo, JJ, JJ, one time for the homies. JJ, J Star Line One. J Star, still, still here with who I started with. Love you, baby. Love you. Um, but yeah, I got, I got Jay involved. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and and we, you know, we we were following the model of, of of the Rockefellers. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's why there needs to be people like me that exist mm-hmm. in the world, and people like us. Yeah, you know, that exist in the world because. Mm-hmm. The kids need something and someone to look up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who better than us? You know, it's yeah. when I when I'm de- developing all these like this. The only reason why I know what to look out for is because of the people that have come before me. Yeah. You know, it's like this big march. Exactly right. The mm-hmm. the the reason why I won't squander fifty million dollars is because I seen Hammer go through it. I seen yeah. Mike Tyson go through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know I will know how to grow fifty million dollars yeah. is because I seen Sean Carter do it. Yes, you know, mm. and 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 mm. that's and that's the principles that yeah. that I'm looking to. So that's yeah. why fashion is the context of it is no different. Yeah. but the but the medium is different. Mm-hmm. The know? medium the medium is 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 what's changed. Yeah, the medium has changed, but I'm still sourcing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get the best, the best linens, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm still getting crafty with the paper bags. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me check up my jewelry. You know, yo. So you know, um, to kind of go back in, you know, your story. Yeah. Um, you all debuted Marta's Eve in Paris. Oh yeah, man. Y'all did y'all did a show in Paris. Which 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 also. Not to cut you off, they said that it couldn't be done. That who who said? The fashion industry said that okay. uh, the, the the people the establishment the the people that were around me at that point okay. that like the people that when we showed in Paris, mm-hmm. I put everything on the line. Yeah, I'm telling you, like I didn't I didn't even have enough money to get a round trip ticket. Yeah. I bought a one-way. That's how I ended up yeah. in Europe for yeah. two and a half months. Yeah. I you were stranded. A, I was you stranded. Were, you were stranded in Europe. Yeah, because I bought a one-way <laughs> ticket, right? And I put all the money. I put all the money into the collection. Yeah. Me and Jay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Put all the money into the collection. We had to pay for Airbnbs, mm-hmm. food, um, appointment. We're yeah. trying to get appointments. Right. But but. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the people that said we couldn't do it is the people that were around me that were already showing in Paris. Like, mm-hmm. I had I had people around me in the industry that were showing in Paris. They were showing in Milan. Mm-hmm. They are showing in New York, right? And I remember the first season that I wanted to show in Paris. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo. It was like, it was like I was watching, I was watching 
all all the kids going on a field trip. Yeah. And I was stuck in the house. Mm. And I remember being like, hey, yo, like, uh, like I want to go to Paris too. Like I, yeah. I, I want to go. And they're like, mm. oh, how much? I remember this is this is so funny. And I kind I kind of want to I want to shout him out a bit, but <laughs> but I'm not. You know what I mean? Because Say it's less. Like, yeah, it's like it's like. Uh, what he say? He said if. If, if you shoot me, you're famous. If, <laughs> if I, I shoot, shoot you, dog. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I'm not going to name drop anything. But but I remember that there was a team of people. They were all going to Paris. Mm-hmm. And I had I had to take the back seat because I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't have the funds. So then we had to fundraise. And, you know, it, it wasn't easy. But, but we made it to Paris. Yeah. You got there. We did it. Jay and was there. Jay was there, mm-hmm. and, and it changed his life. Yeah. Before, yeah. before he he was like he was like man I don't, I don't think I want to go to France. I was like bro, believe me. He yeah. went to France. Yeah. Changed nigga, changed yeah. his life. Nigga came back. Yo. Yo. Swap. Yo. Bought a bear a pair of uh, Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was walking around in sandals and shit. <laughs> yo. <laughs> we the, in Sancho Pay too, baby. <laughs> Trying to go somewhere, somewhere with no mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. <laughs> Trying to go somewhere with no mosquitoes. Yo, but it was dope, though. It was dope for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was, it was also, it was an accomplishment, you know? Absolutely. And, and it's fascinating because, you know, Jay, Jay, for those that don't know, you know, like, Jay sees me, and I love it because he sees me bet on me. Mm. Which makes him want to bet on him. Yeah. Right? And mm. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The inspiration. Dude, when we came back from Paris, yeah. he was like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. Right? We right? did it. We did it. Yeah. Right? And 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 after the first show, Ivory Goes Slaves, he was like, man, okay, okay. After the last show, okay. And he's pushing the envelope too. Yeah. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. just like we all are, and yeah. and that's and that's what I love to see is my peers around me mm-hmm. pushing the envelope and, and and to be like yo, like it's like I'm telling you when I heard that song, it got me through the day. I played the whole album. Mm. That's that's pushing the envelope. That's you pushing me. Yeah, and that's what it's about culturally, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's like. And within our community. And within our community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's, that was that was the experience. So, so it's around this time you come back from Paris. This is around this time where um, you decide that maybe you don't want to do fashion anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, man. That was yeah. So I was I was in I was in I was in Europe, mm-hmm. and I was seeing this German girl, mm-hmm. and really beautiful, of course, you know. And and she said, she said, you know, in her accent, you know, I don't, I don't even <laughs> try to try to emulate her anymore. But she was like, you know, you don't you don't have to do you don't have to do fashion. Yeah. But for me, I had invested not not only did I invest a lot of money into my education, mm-hmm. I invested a lot of money inside of this company. Yeah. And for me to turn back, I was like, you know how like I can't. Yeah. This 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 money is not gonna refill itself. Right. Right. Excuse me. It's it's not just gonna return. There mm-hmm. is no the 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 the, the trust. Yeah. 
the trust is the trust the trust isn't going to replenish itself. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got back from from Europe and I, and I had you know I had a bad come down too again and and also the funny thing about Europe is when I was stranded over there. I hit up I hit up some people in my family, you know. Mm. I was I was I went from Paris to London because I was trying to to make money, right? I was like, okay, well I can't make money in in France because I don't speak French well right. enough. And you didn't have a visa. And I didn't have a visa, so I said I had to go somewhere where they speak English. Mm -hmm. The closest spot was London, but London was three times the cost of Paris, yeah. and I already didn't have that much money. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in London, no money, right? Dog, like I had the people in my family, right? I excluding excluding my mm -hmm. siblings, mm -hmm. right? Higher ups in my family, yeah. higher higher ups, established people that had mm -hmm. the currency, mm -hmm. and was like, yo, I took this chance. I bet on black. Mm -hmm. And I crapped out. Yeah, it didn't work out. And I need help. Mm -hmm. Dial tone. Mm. No one there. You shouldn't have went over there. Mm. Well, I was. I thought by taking this chance that I was elevating the family name. Yeah. I thought this is what great people do. Mm -hmm. They take chances. They take right? risks. They take risks. High mm -hmm. risk. High reward, right? That's, right? That's what I thought, right? Uh -huh. And so when the higher ups turned their back on me and the family, I was like, okay, you know who is there? Jay. Yeah. Man, this dude, this dude got me, this dude, this dude got me a ticket, right? Mm -hmm. Sit tight, Drew. Sit tight. Yeah. He got me a ticket. In my head, I was just thankful to have a ticket to yeah. get back to the United States. Yeah. Bro, why was it a first class ticket? He did you proper. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's family, man. Yeah. Like just talking about I'm, I'm getting moved. Like yeah. first class, like man, like, like to have someone. That's that, love and support. That that's love and support. That's forever yeah. in my heart, man. Yeah. That dude can have my right arm. Yeah. And he believes in you. Yeah, and I believe in him. Yeah. The same way. Mm -hmm. You know? And so that that was that was Paris. That was that was the European experience. And mm -hmm. so I got back and and to transition into to you want to transition into the art? How the yeah. art happened? Um well, well, well I I guess just 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 as as it relates to um, that experience or that moment that you're just like, yo, I want to do something different. Like, like was it was it just like, you know, like what what do I want to do? Um, how do I want to go about doing something different? Or was it just like, yo, I think I'm just done with fashion. Well, I just didn't. I didn't have the. I didn't have the the reinforcement. Like, you know, we're we're talking about. We're competing with. We're competing with. Helmet Lang. Mm -hmm. We're competing with Rick Owens. We're competing Rick with, with, mm -hmm. with, with established fashion established houses. Established fashion houses that have Margiela mm -hmm. that have the reinforcement to create. Like, talk. Like I had, I had the same quality leather as Rick Owens. I had, I had better zippers 
better zippers mm. than Rick Owens, right? The first order that, that got placed for Martyrs Eve was a $10,000 order that got canceled mm. because, because after they left our showroom, mm. they overspent at Rick Owens' showroom. Dog. So, like, I'm, I'm hearing all this news, and I'm just like, when I came back, I was just like, there's no way that I want to keep trying to compete. And mm. also, at the end of the day, in terms of longevity mm. and looking down the road, I, I never saw myself as a, pay, as, as a, as a fashion designer at age 60. Mm. Mm. But I knew, I knew I always admired painters at 60. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And even though I hadn't... I had There's longevity that, that there that, that you pictured. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, I saw myself. I saw the reflection. Mm -hmm. and, and to... You know, I had I I wasn't I hadn't painted for like almost almost a decade at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, my mother trained me at age seven. Yeah, seven years old. I that's that's a long time, yeah. and to take almost a decade mm -hmm. off to pick it back up and pick it back up, and and also to think of myself in the context as a professional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As a professional and, painter, and so, which and something that could be a livelihood, and that you could make. A living. A living off. Gross income. Yeah. You know, gross income. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So, I mean, and, and so with all that being said, I, I just took a chance. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, at the end of the day, that's what I am good at. Mm -hmm. I'm good at taking chances. Yeah. And that's what any person that's great out there that's listening. You want to be great? Coming from me right now at this age, take chances. Like, what Like what are we afraid of? Mm. Like, you you afraid that that check's not going to come in? Mm -hmm. Even if you do the right things, that check may not still come in. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? And and so one of my favorite lines is, is J-Line. He, he said, some say, hope how you get so fly. I said, from not being afraid to fall out the sky. Yeah. Right? And, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's how I feel. My mm -hmm. mother, my mother, my mother, right? Mm -hmm. She told me that I could fly at age five. Mm -hmm. I've been jumping off cliffs since then. Yeah. Right? And mm -hmm. sometimes I fall face first. Yeah. Right? That's part of the process. It's part of the process. But sometimes... And I yeah. feel that wind beneath my wings. You get that current. You can't tell me a single thing. Man. Yeah. You know. So so that's that's the answer to the question is, you know, I just I just took the chance and and I. I think that there's a lot of luck and chance involved. Yeah. But also a high level of skill. Yeah. And I'm definitely and, I, and and I'm and I'm only and I'm only thirty. Yeah. And I'm only getting better. Yeah. You have time to still develop and mature as an artist. Yeah, and, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to come off like, you know, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but this is how I feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, I have to, I walk and I talk like a ball player. Because mm -hmm. at heart, yeah, I'm a winner, baby, you know? And, and, and if I'm walking with my head down, Who's gonna look up to me? Mm. Mm. That's right. right. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. overall, culturally, physically, yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. If I'm walking with my head down, 
who's gonna look up to me? My mother always used to tell me, she used to be like, anytime I walk around with my head down, she'd be like, better get yeah, your head up. Yeah. I always tell my sister this. I'm like, you could do bad by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's true. There's, there's enough people in the world against you. Yeah. You shouldn't be against you. Mm-hmm. Right. Get your head up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, that's, that's, that's how it happened, I think. Just chance and luck and a lot of things that I can't explain. Okay. So we're kind of we're kind of in this this fashion space. Um, so there's a rumor on the street that uh, you have single-handedly inspired Kanye season one. Yes or no? Yes. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even say no comment. Plead the fifth. Yes. The answer is yes. Um, that was just a chance thing also. Mm-hmm. That, that was another chance yeah. thing. Because when I, was doing, when I was doing Martyr's Eve, a friend of mine was like, you're really talented. And I feel like if I could get you in front of Kanye, mm-hmm. then you guys would do a project together. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is before he launched season one. Okay. And sure enough, I got that opportunity. And sure enough from self-funding again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had I had the infrastructure already in place. Like, we, ha- we, had, we had the garments. Mm-hmm. We had the lookbook. Mm-hmm. We had the website. Yeah, yeah, you it had was, everything. It was one of those moments where we didn't have to get ready mm-hmm. because we were already ready for that moment. Yeah. Right? And, 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 the, and the sun shined our way. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and so I met with him and he loved the brand, and and you know we took a couple of meetings, and I was bringing in samples, and mm-hmm. you know I met I met his team. Jerry was on it, and he had some other, you know, two other people on there, and he had, and that was just his LA team because he had a New York team, he had a Paris team, mm-hmm. you know, he was flying to Germany, and I did influence it, and and they did take photos of me, mm-hmm. which is even crazier because at that point I looked up to him too. Yeah. You know, and but I always said in my head, I said, "Man, I, I would see him. I, I would see him on television, and I would say, man, I feel like, I feel like I'm just as good as him. I mm. feel like I dress better than him. I feel like I think at a high level like he does. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's me saying I'm great before I even really thought that I was. I just yeah. felt it internally, mm-hmm. right? And and when it when it came my way, it." It came my way, mm-hmm. and 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 sure enough, I did influence the collection, and you know they 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 would have, to be perfectly honest, if things would have aligned the way that I thought they were going to align mm-hmm. in that moment, my life would have been completely different. Oh, entirely, and entirely, right? Completely different trajectory. Completely different trajectory, which I'm I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. For the way the cards were dealt. Yeah. You know, no disrespect to, to Ye, but you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hey, you didn't fuck up. He got to dip well. Yeah, yeah, He kind of like his, his mishap, it was like, if somebody's out. lost, yeah, yeah, yeah like now, now, I get to, now, I get, now I get to influence the world to paint. <laughs> it panned out. It panned out. It panned out. All right, man. Well, you know, we're, we're, Wrapping up here shortly. Okay. Um, I want to end um, one lightly, you know, talking about the next show. Mm. Um, as as you know, we've you know uh, 
iterated and reiterated throughout throughout this episode. Um, names are important, you know. And we're talking off offline, um, you know, about about the next project. Um, just you know, let listeners know, you know, what what's coming. So like the the name of the show. Next show. Next show, right? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? What's it called? It's called. I don't even know if I should tell y'all. Uh oh. Exclusive. Exclusive, man. This, the show is called Parvenu. Parvenu. Parvenu, yep. And it means a person of obscure origin who has gained wealth or influence. Mm. Obscure origin. Obscure origins. Right. Unknown. Unknown. And it's... it's That's dope. Yeah, it's that's the title. But that... I came up. I came up with that title before I even came up with with black privilege. Really? Yeah. So this this show, this show was supposed to take place before black privilege, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Black black privilege was just in the intermission. Show. It just happened. It just happened, mm-hmm. right? It was. It just happened. But this show is going to be a real wonderful show because it's. I'm exploring a lot of, a lot of new ideas. A lot, a lot of new ideas, and I'm taking. I'm put, I'm putting the culture on this, on this pedestal, right? Mm. So, in the context of my, my, in my old notepad, which I lost, and I don't even know how I lost it, which is crazy to lose something that valuable. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like that moment where, like, you know, Kanye lost his laptop or something, Yo. you know, and just flipping mm-hmm. out. But it's like it's crazy to think about too, because it's like it's value. Those are valuable ideas. And, and you know, and, and it's funny because I was I was gonna touch on that, and not to deviate too far. Um, but I read I read in, in an interview that that you have done in the past that you actually lost one of your journals in a cab. Yeah. You lost it in a cab, um, and I and I was just kind of thinking. I was like, man, like, where? What? Just imagine for these notebooks to end up someplace, fifteen years from now, twenty yeah. years from now, thirty years from now. And just kind of on like some Basquiat shit, like just the lost works. Yeah, that, and that's that's what I think about too. It's that's like what it was shit. You have that the first journal, which this is a fascinating story, right? So that journal that I lost, mm-hmm. it was a cream moleskin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to moleskin. I love your work. We both got them. <laughs> we both got them. We right here. We moleskin out. We both moleskin out. So I had a I had a. A sandy, a sandy color moleskin, mm-hmm. and then I had James Baldwin's unpublished essays. Mm. I just got it right. Wow, just got it from from Strands. Mm-hmm. So like not just just got, but I had it for like two weeks or yeah. so, right? Very fresh. And so in that journal, I had for I had that journal for about like six months prior, four months. So it was like my transition journal from like that journal was dope because. I had a lot of notes in there from uh, from Joshua Tree because I had spent a lot of time before mm-hmm. I moved out to New York in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. So I was in the high desert, mm-hmm. just riding, just yeah. like thinking, and then going back to the city of Los Angeles mm-hmm. and then painting, right? So Sandy Journal, um, uh, James Baldwin's essay book, right? Getting in the cab, lose it. Both of them. Both of them because mm-hmm. they were in a tote. I had them in a tote bag. Mm-hmm. And and that at that point I hadn't sold I hadn't sold any journal entries yet, mm-hmm. right? So collectors were interested in buying my journal entries, but I hadn't sold any yet. 
right? So then I lost, I, I, wait, I sold one, I sold one, I sold one okay. journal entry from there. Mm-hmm. Lost the journal, the whole journal, gone, in the book, gone, right? So then I get the same color journal, mm-hmm. same book, which I just lost <laughs> again for the second for time. For the second time. I a, didn't know a, that. A week ago. Wow. Right? And, and what's even more fascinating about that is I sold one page from that journal entry Yo. and lost it. Yo, you're creating a legend here, a legacy. So, so that's who knows. That's wild, yo. But, but the cab, the the one in the cab, I don't think it would ever turn up. You don't think the, so? Nah, because my friend told me that when you lose things in cabs, unless it's a unless it's a cell phone, they just discard it, mm. right? So it's fascinating to think about. But who the, knows? I mean, so, yo, somebody, yo, they they can get back to the docking station, go through the bag. It's it's blank though. There's no. I mean. I think my name is in some of like some of the entries, but it's a blank canvas. But it it would be it is fascinating to think about. Like imagine the notion of a colossal artist, mm-hmm. right? That loses his journal while he's emerging. Mm-hmm. Someone finds it mm-hmm. and it's published. Yeah, years down the road. That's that's that would be crazy. Yeah. But the chances of that, I'm, I'm not holding my breath for, hey. those, for those lost <laughs> entries. You know what I mean? Yo, the lost books. The lost, the lost books. You saw it. You know what I'm saying? Your nine shit. Yeah, my lost states. My nine shit. But but yeah, to go back to the to the to the next show, mm-hmm. uh, Parvenu. So by definition, a person of obscure origin mm-hmm. that gains. Success or wealth. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening culturally in art for the black community right now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel so, that. So here's a fascinating thing that no one knows. Okay. Very few know. The first painting from Parvenu okay. is I reworked one of Picasso's paintings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's seven, seven foot by nine. Wow. Across, right? And the reason why I chose that is because Picasso is the person that is responsible for elevating African art, mm. the influence of it. Okay. And he was he was influenced by all the art that he was like he was collecting sculptures from Africa. Um, fetish statues, all these things from Africa, Africa, right? Mm-hmm. And then incorporated into his into his painting. Mm, I didn't know that. Right? Mm. He elevated a whole culture, right? It, mm. uh, uh, he 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 became successful from it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But not too many people know that. But it's not just mm-hmm. him. Mm. There was a lot of artists that were doing the same that thing. were doing the same thing, getting like because they had the means to travel to Africa, right? You know, and you look at old pictures and you see an African sculpture in the backdrop. Yeah. And then you see the painting and you're like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. Doesn't, it, like this, this it doesn't, doesn't correlate. It does, doesn't correlate. It doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. So initially what I was going to do is I was going to rework all the Europeans that were stealing from 
mm. from from Africa and and receiving becoming critically acclaimed right that was that's what parvenu was supposed to be originally okay but i kind of i kind of been deviating a bit because i i want i want to put little little personal vignettes in there still mm-hmm. you know okay. to like to say okay like because i'm still emerging i'm not i'm not an ultra successful artist mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. right you're on the incline i'm i'm on the incline right so so to say like okay what does i've been thinking a lot about like since black privilege, what does it mean to be a privileged black male in America? What does success look like to me, mm-hmm. right? What would it What would it look like to me, to, to have. To to be critically acclaimed as a painter, mm-hmm. as an artist, as a hyper creative intellectual mm-hmm. thinker, on the world stage, mm-hmm. right? So these these are things that I'm starting to think about, right? And and but then also I'm I'm playing with the with the with the position of of our culture, right? Mm-hmm. So like the 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 the, the first painting is par, parvenu or the first painting of parvenu is the one that I reworked the Picasso one, right? Okay. But then peep this. I've been looking at a lot of like for a lot of people that don't know from Ivory Gold Slaves, the last painting was called Mississippi Delta. Mississippi mm-hmm. Delta was the 10th painting, right? But that was also the score for the show. Mm-hmm. The Mississippi Delta is the poorest region in America, mm-hmm. most neglected mm-hmm. point in America, right? The government just ignores it, right? The second painting that, that I've been working on for Parvenu is I took a woman from the Mississippi Delta, mm-hmm. right? And I painted her from her patio, but then I took a European master sculpture and then I put it next to her. Mm. Right? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and it, it, it makes you kind of, it takes you on a trip to say like, okay, like I was talking to a dealer about it last night, or a couple of nights ago, and she was like, "But, but what, what does that mean? Like, what, what, what does that mean?" I said, "It's a juxtaposition. It's a juxtaposition of yeah. it all, right?" But to think about like, if how many, I'm taking the poorest region, and also that sculpture that I put in in mm-hmm. that in that painting, it's one of the it's one of the highest selling sculptures that's entered the market. Wow. Right, we're talking about like subtleties here, yeah. right? So, so not only am I saying that I'm adding value to yeah. her situation, mm-hmm. I'm saying that look, we have taste too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The levels are there. Yeah. The the, the levels are there, and you mm-hmm. just have to peel it back, peel yeah. the onion back. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so these are the ideas that I'm going through right now. With Parvenu. And and this this is also dope mm. because I just got a new journal today. I, I see this it. Blue it's, one. Yeah, yeah, it's fresh. That hardcover. Yeah. And I'm I'm really into I got this one story. like this too. This one's, this I got I, I got one like that for work. This is this is my personal one. This one, you oh, know what I mean? It, this is Moleskin too, though? Yeah, this is Moleskin. I like this touch. I, I picked it up uh I picked it up here and saw. About to, about to roll out. You know what I mean? But like I, I got I got I got one like this too. 
Do you? Yeah. This is the first time I ever got the the, yeah. the, the, hard, the, hard, the hard cover. cover. I got I, same I, color. I got same color too. Do you? Yes. My, my, my man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I always get the soft cover ones because I could fold them up, but yeah. they only had the, the hard cover, yeah. so I was like, I'm gonna just yeah, just go ahead and rock rock with it. Okay, you, you got the grid though, huh? No, just so, oh, I, so lines. You got yep, the lines. I got I got blank blank side and then lines on on the other. Oh, they they, they do that. Yeah, so I can you know I can I can have like my bass notes mm -hmm. and then my Free other range. yeah. Respect, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hope any. I hope everything that I'm saying is even making sense. It does. It does, man. I'm. You know. I'm. And 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 you know, it's it's getting late. I know. You know, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Nah, nah. I'm. I'm good, man. I. I'll go to the. <laughs> oh, man, this is this is what this is you what know. this is for me. But I, I appreciate it. I, I I really do. I appreciate you coming down here. Um. You know, telling your story. Yeah. Um. You know, and you know, I I I want I wanted to connect with you before you went out. Yeah. To L.A. You yeah. Know, and, and talk to you before the show. Um, you know, just the schedules didn't 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 align. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I said, the whole premise of 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 the podcast, man, is mm. is to shed light on those that I already know mm. that are already adding to the culture, influencing the culture and creating change through their medium. Yeah. Whatever that is, people that, that I already know that are dope. And it's like it's being able to share these stories with yeah. other people and being like it, it just kind of like what, what what i was saying offline like yo this is for us by us yeah you know what i mean like this this these conversations though um they sound very insular yeah um you know they're also given to a lot of audience to be like hey come inside sit down with us those yeah. that are outside of the culture who may not understand the language the jargon um yeah. you know the 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 quotes the colloquialisms you know they may not get it and that's fine yeah but you can have a seat and you can listen in. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you can understand why this shit is as significant as it is to me mm. and why I want other people to, to know and, and to, to, to see mm. the value in it as well, man. And so, like I said, I appreciate you coming in and, and sharing and, you know, and, man, and I, I, I honestly, I just, yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity, man. It's like, you're talking about two, two prolific thinkers in a room Two prolific thinkers in a room having a conversation that's being recorded. Yeah, that's that's colossal all on its own. I, I went to Central Park uh, three days ago with one of my friends, who's also another prolific thinker, mm -hmm. and we we're just like talking about composition and mm -hmm. music and arrangement mm -hmm. and so forth, and yeah. like my transition versus his transition. Yeah. And, and I remember there was someone there was someone sitting in front of us on a bench, and I mm -hmm. said, I said, man. I think I think she was eavesdropping. <laughs> I said I said but I said but she I think she kind of liked the conversation and he said, well of course, when two when two hyper intellectual thinkers get together, what's not to enjoy? Yeah, I'm enjoying the conversation, <laughs> right? And I'm right. part of it. Yeah. But but to go back to like what you were saying about about having the opportunity, I think these these conversations are important. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that these are milestones mm -hmm. in the overall trajectory of where we're both going. Definitely. You know, to say to say that, man, I had I had this moment, this one on one with Jerry, yeah. you know, in the studio. Like this yeah. is this is colossal, you know, it's you know, and also the genre, the genre crossing. Yeah. We're talking about like mm -hmm. you you're introducing you're introducing new ideas right now, man. This is mm. this is big because like when I came in here, mm -hmm. I told the story about Zane Lowe, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, like, I was sitting there, I was like, man, like, 
was like, man, I would love for my first, my first radio interview to be with Zane Lowe. And I was like, then, then, then I had the, the cross in my house, like, your first radio interview can't be with Zane Lowe because it's already with Jerry. Yo. The second radio yeah, interview <laughs> could be with, with Zane Lowe, but you don't get the exclusive, oh, right? Man. My, man, my man got the exclusive. I appreciate which, that. Which is huge because we're, like, how many painters, you know, that's that's having conversations like this. Yeah. You know, I, I heard one with Carrie James Marshall, but like this is, I think this is a new form of mm-hmm. of giving uh, information to the audience. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Which which is big and like the the whole thing. I like the forest bias thing because yeah. it makes me think of Solange, mm. um, which she had an incredible album. Oh, phenomenal. You know, seat at the table. Yeah. Which was which was huge. Which which also talked about. You know, it's funny because when I when I hear when I hear see that the table, mm-hmm. see that the table could have been black privilege and black mm-hmm. privilege could have been seat at the table. Yeah, I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and just that dialogue that exists in mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and 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 you know it's you know it's critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. but like culturally, yeah. we understand it right. and we get beyond because it. it's it's for us. And it's created in a way that we have to, and, and this is just speaking about Solange and the album, what she's saying is that, yo, we have to give ourselves our own recognition, mm, mm-hmm. right? We can't wait for the industry, the establishment, yeah. um, you know, the quote-unquote forebearers, the gatekeepers, mm-hmm. yeah, right? We have to be give each other the flowers, and they can still smell them. Mm, you know what I sure. mean? Support or promote ourselves. Like we're already greatness. We're already mm. living and embellishing in it. And yo, we have our own dinners, our own parties. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I always I always think about like both ends of the spectrum. You know, I mm. have I have Sangre Azul tattooed, tattooed in my inner arm, which means mm. blue blood. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's that's a term mm-hmm. that's coined, that was coined. For elitist European mm. royalty, blue bloods, blue bloods, mm-hmm. right? And also, that was the name of the last painting in Black Privilege. Oh wow! Which also sold, and you know what it was? Mm. A black couple. Wow! King and queen. Sangre Azul. Yeah, that's dope. You know what I mean? These, yeah. Those those are the ideas. Yeah. That's the upliftment of 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 of, mm-hmm. of it all of culture and. Like where I'm at with it, and and I I want to stay in this zone, you know. I wanna I want to stay eager. I want to stay hungry, mm-hmm. and I want to, you know, as I travel along this road, I want to bring people along and inspire yeah. people and mm-hmm. be like, yo, like you don't on this journey on this journey, and just be like, yo, you nothing's impossible. The odds that people people you know how many people I know now that that want they want the recipe. They mm. want the recipe. Yeah, secret sauce. Secret sauce. Like how? How do you? How do you get that? How do you get that tang? And and yeah, how do you get yeah. the tang in it? It's got the sauce on it. Got, got the sauce. That, that little spike. <laughs> that little kick. I want to know. You that was know, a lot of reference. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. But, it, but, it, but it's funny because it's 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 a lot of these people that mm-hmm. you know, like musicians and stuff, and that I always you know listen to and. And like Drake, for instance, he's, he's a prime example, biggest pop star. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the planet. arguably Kendrick Lamar, 
I mean, the, num- the numbers just came out. Hey, the numbers just, just came, came out. out. <laughs> the numbers <laughs> just came out. I mean, my hey. man, my man. We know who the God MC is. Yeah. yeah. All right. But pop, but pop but stars. Pop star. in, ter- in terms of like Ryan Hitch, easily like it's, you know, Drizzy Drake Rock. It is. It's yeah. Aubrey. We'll, we'll, it's Aubrey. We'll check you. Yeah. Shout outs. Yeah. Also, if you listening, you you hear this in a few years and like <laughs> you know that I shout you out. <laughs> anyway. Um, but he, he says on one of he references on one of his songs, he's like, you know, he was like, they want to know the recipe. Mm-hmm. They want to know the recipe. Yeah. And and it's funny because for a while I didn't even know that I was I didn't even know that I was creating anything worth worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't I didn't think worth that, consuming. Like, worth consuming in, in that in that regard, you know, mm-hmm. saying like, okay, like Oh, you have you have an exquisite palate. Yeah. Like I didn't know that people that had a high taste level mm. would want to ever know the recipe yeah. to my secret sauce. Yeah. But now I'm 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 they're coming out of the wazooks. Yeah. And I'm I'm barely emerging. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm barely coming out right now. Like, yeah. Like striding. Yeah. You know, getting my voice, getting my lines, mm-hmm. right, getting those strokes, mm-hmm. you know. Practice and day in and you're day still out. developing. I'm still developing, yeah. you know, which is which is crazy yeah. to me. That's a good place to be in. Yeah, that's a good place to be in. Got to be creative. Yeah, got to be careful though. You know, it's it's like uh like I said, I don't I don't want to um, talk about basketball too much, but man, I I've been dog like it's crazy. Like I there's a lot of shit that's been opening up for me that I mm-hmm. never thought that. I mean, we're talking about like drugs. Mm-hmm. You see, you're seeing behind a veil that 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 you didn't have access to. Uh, that wasn't accessible. Alcohol, mm-hmm. models, mm-hmm. jewelry, mm-hmm. cash. It's a different scene. It's a different scene. Al- yeah, but it can destroy you mm-hmm. if you let it. If you let it, mm-hmm. or it could push a whole culture forward, man. You know, and it's and I and I think really the real key is. I'm I'm not gonna tell the world what the real key is, but I, I'll tell you off the record off, what, the real, right. what, what the real key is. <laughs> we'll rap. Um, but but yeah, man, it's it's been a ride. And I remember, I remember saying like I got I got this new form of pressure, mm. right? One mm. of my friends told me he said he said, yeah, it's a new form of pressure. But you you have you have to. You have to you have to perform. You have you have to perform to that pressure. It's like, yeah, you you got he he's recognizing you. Mm-hmm. He's saying that you have the potential to be great. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to be great. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like I like I was saying earlier, it's like I I feel great. Yeah. Right I, now. Right now I look great. Yeah. Right now. You know, but like I remember in that moment I was like, man, but am I am I am I as good as I think I was? Mm-hmm. I want to be better. Yeah. Always want to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to be better, like as good as, because in that moment I, th- I always thought it was good. Yeah. I always thought it was great. Yeah. I want to be better, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 this is a good place to be in to 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 push the envelope and to. Dog, to challenge to yourself. Challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Man, these, these, these next decades are going to be 
Interesting. Yo. I could tell you that much. I'm excited to see it. I want the cover of time. Yo. I, I want, want it for you. I want the cover art form. Mm. I want the Whitney. I want the Louvre. Yo. I want it all. And on top of that, I want to make it known that just because you come from a situation of like an oppressed, we're talking about an oppressed culture. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we are rich. We are rich at heart. Mm-hmm. Rich creatively. Rich creatively. Rich in spirit. Mm-hmm. Rich intellectually. Intellectually. Yeah. Above all. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't dumb it down. Yeah. So, winding down. Winding down. Um, and and I and I kind of want to end on on a on a more personal note. Yeah, of course. Um, you know. You know, and and we've you know we've 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 talked over the years. Um, you know, respectively about our mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know you lost your mom back in in oh six. Yep. Um, my mother passed away, uh, two thousand twelve. Yep. Um, breast cancer. Yeah. And um, you know, your mom much much like myself. Um, my mother and my relationship was a was a great um, and a large um, force, mm. right? And my life, um, creatively, um, intellectually, spiritually, interpersonally, um, and, and and I know that um, you feel the same about your relationship with your mom as well. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, if if any? Um, how does your mom show up? in your work like how and and how has she influenced you Uh, now you know 2017 uh, um how how does she how does she influence you now and how does she show up in that work man that's that's beautiful question first of all the line work you know she she taught me how to write Mm. she she taught me how to communicate. She taught me about poetry. She taught me about art. She taught me about women. Mm-hmm. Right? She taught me about my culture. You know? And, and, and she also taught me a lot about who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and who I could become. Mm-hmm. You know? She, she always said that it's one of the best best line she always says she said she'll say it doesn't matter what you choose to do in life just be the best at it Mm -hmm. if you're gonna be a bum be the best bum there is Mm -hmm. right and so her mentality it just resonates with me you know she was my mother was one of those people where she would take on you know, 12 people. She was just, the odds were always stacked against her. Mm-hmm. But she always persevered. That's why when she died, it was such a shock because I, I, I seen her, I seen a woman cheat death three times before she even died. Mm-hmm. So to have, to see a person do that, mm-hmm. we always would say that there's like this thing in my, our family that we're like, you know, she, Kim could always pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was always, always the thing. So to see that, I just took it with me, you know, and and she shows up continuously. Like she's in my dreams, you know. Sometimes she's in my nightmares, mm. you know, which which 
is even more difficult. You know, I reiterate a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a process. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the biggest thing I've learned from her mm-hmm. is, is, is process and patience mm-hmm. and the practice and being great and pushing the envelope mm-hmm. when the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. But to always bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Always bet on black. Yeah. You know, always believe in you. Because mm-hmm. if you don't believe in you, how, how are other people right. going to believe in you? can't expect you? anybody else to. You, you can't at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's how she shows up, man. And, and you know, it's, I always think about it. Like, I, it was my biggest dream always to buy her a house. Mm. I was like, you know, I remember when I was 16, I was buying her, you know, expensive cameras, you yeah. know, doing God knows what. But yeah. man, I was I was getting those cameras, but I always wanted to give her that better life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she passed before I could get her that house. Mm-hmm. But I'm still on trajectory. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 but it's fascinating because I always think about it in my head. I'm like, well, you know, would I still have been able to get her the house if she didn't pass? Would I? Would I? Mm. Would I be a painter if she didn't? She always wanted me to be a painter. Yeah. She trained me to be this. She yeah. she trained me to be what I am today. Yeah. Right. But when she was alive, mm. I stop. I stopped painting. Yeah. I I I wasn't. I wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. That's even more fast because she passed and then I found my way back to this path. And and yeah. and, and my friend, my mentor, he's some by some kind of spiritual design. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? I know the feeling. Which is it's wild. Right? I know the feeling, yeah. My friend told me, my mentor, he said, um, he said, you know, believe it or not, we take on a lot of our parents' bullshit. Hmm. Good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. And and he said, he said, you know, your mother, she wasn't, she didn't become a professional artist. So in some weird way, maybe you're trying to fulfill a life that she couldn't live. Mm. Right? You care, you carrying on what the she torch, started, right? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But then also in the same sense, I think about it. Maybe I'm just carrying through, carrying on a prophecy that she had already seen. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she, 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 she already saw it. She already saw it. Her job was just to plant a seed, to nurture it the best she can for however long she could. And she trusted God was going to take the rest from there, H- however it happened. Exactly. And you know what she always told us? She will always say, I promise you guys, I won't leave you until I feel that you guys are ready for me to leave. Mm. She, she left when I was 20. Yeah. You're telling me that someone gave me the tools to navigate life mm. in 20 years? It's a young she, man. She died at 38. Yeah. Which is even more crazier, right? Mm. So she gave me the tools mm. with, without, without anything, without the, the, the literature she gave me. Without the 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 the, the nurturing, mm-hmm. the love, yeah, bro. Above all, she loved me. Yeah, 
First and foremost. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's that's what shows in my work. Yeah. That's love. That's dedication. Mm-hmm. That's my mother. Yeah. I'm her son. This this you want to talk about divine intervention? Yeah. That's it. Mm. You know, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Like mm-hmm. she's she's in the work. You know, the, the Martyr's Eve, first company. Mm-hmm. Martyr's Eve, right? The Eve of a Martyr, right? The whole thing was based on me losing my mother. Eve, Y-V-E, right? Mm-hmm. I spelled the Y-V-E because her, her middle name was Yvette. Mm. I just abbreviated. Wow. Eve, Eve, mm-hmm. double entendre, like mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. Right? So she's she was always in the work. Yeah. She I can't you know, I can't wait to do the the, the portrait. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I'm gonna hold out. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe I'll hold out for the Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Museum, if you're listening. <laughs> Yo, this is the one you want. This is the one you want. Yeah. So you big collectors out there. Nah, I'm I'm just talking shit. But but really though, man, yeah. she's she's in it. Man. She's there. And I'm I'm thankful. Yeah. I used to really be into Nelly when I was like 15, you know, just like everybody else was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was deeper in it, you know. I, was, I had the band-aid and I was screaming the E.I., right? But but he has this song where he's talking about, he's talking about, um, you know, giving his mother the world, mm-hmm. right? And then he said, he says, some people have the nerve to ask, like, why? Like, mm-hmm. right? But he doesn't say why. He was like, some people got the nerve to ask. You can kiss my ass. That's my mama. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's the mentality. Yeah. You know that that is our moms are our moms, and some mm-hmm. of us get dealt really great moms. Some mm-hmm. of us get dealt shitty moms. But man, my mom, my mom gave me the tools. Yeah. And and, and the world, those mm-hmm. these tools that my mother gave me, the world, the world is starting to see it. Mm-hmm. And 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 if you think, if you think that I'm brilliant. Imagine what my mother could have did, mm. given the opportunity. Yeah. Given the chance to work at Disney, mm-hmm. she would have been in the animation studios. The, yeah. These Disney characters could look a whole lot different. Mm. But she didn't. Mm-hmm. So now it's my time. Yeah. You know, and I'm doing it on my terms. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How we rocking right now, man? Like I said, you know, you, you, you. I relate. You relate. I relate. I can see it. I feel it. That's why we friends. Yeah, man. You know, I, 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 I know. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing. You know, I, I think about would I be here in New York if my mother was still alive? Mm. I don't know that I would be. Um, I mean, like in my heart. I was, she always, she knew I wanted to be in New York, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she also knew that I would never leave her, especially if she was if she was sick, if she was ill. I would never leave her. Yeah. Right. She knew these things. Uh-huh. Um, and I believe on some level that she was like, you know what? I'm obstructing what is in place for my son. Mm. I'm keeping him here in this limbo. 
This is just mm. what, what I believe. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, right? yeah. So I believe that she made the decision to be like, you know what? This is where I, this is this is where I depart. Because mm. if I because if I if I stay here, he's not going to do these things that he's been telling me he's been wanting to do his whole life. Mm. If I stay here. Mm. So she made that decision for both of us. She was like, you know what? This is it. I'll leave you here. Mm. Because cause what happened after that, right? Like, I got on my grind. Mm -hmm. I created this, this album mm -hmm. that is largely in, you know, memorial of her. Like, I went Huge. on tour. Huge. Right? Like, I, like, I, like, I started creating and building this brand, putting all this energy behind this music. She was the driving force behind all of it. Mm. Like, I'm in New York right now, essentially, because of her. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it, 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 I, I, I agree completely, yo. Like, yo, if my mother was here, I don't know that my trajectory would, would be the same. I mean, maybe yeah. I, you know, I'd still be doing the music, I'd still be performing, um, but maybe not with the same degree of, of vigor. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and, and maybe not um, as impassioned as I am now to do these things. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it doesn't change. Like, she's not here, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not still trying to do these things for her hmm. and in her honor. Because exactly. she, never, cause she never got to see the maturation that I am now. Hmm. Like, she never got to see the Jerry that was performing rocking stages. Like, she never saw me perform. Hmm. Right? But she knew it. She knew it was there. She knew it. She saw it. Yeah. They sit there. That's the thing about women. They say they, they got the all C and I. They have the all C and I, man. People be all these dudes. They think women. That's yeah. that's where the real power is. Yeah. They give birth. Yeah. They see it. They get it. And like women are the lifeblood of humanity, man. And you know, man. So I mean, you know, you know, you know, we kind of we kind of got kind of deep. But but you know, I I just I just but I also just wanted to say how much. I also appreciate you in that because I remember when when my mother passed and you know you reached out to me and we spoke about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know you just sent me your, you know your 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 love and um, you know well wishes during that time. Yeah. Um, you know because you could because I know you you know and you understood. Yeah. You know what I mean and and and, and even just the gravity of what that means for for, for people like us. Yeah. Um, you know and 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 I could I could just say I know how much my mom not being here has contributed to who I am. Yeah. You know, and how that's impacted me. Both both spiritually, intellectually, um, and creatively. You know? Yeah, they say they say that um one of, I talked to one of my friends once who was um uh, this really successful musician and he said I was I was talking to him about it was like right when I got back from Europe and I also have I have journals from mm. that time too which are crazy we mm. go we sit down and go through them sometimes Word. I just brought them back from LA oh, that's dope. Um, like this trip which is crazy mm -hmm. uh, we'll go through them but I had this whole conversation um, but he was saying that he was like yo you know don't worry about 
like success. He was like, you know, you know, some of the most prolific thinkers and like successful people. He was like, there's a lot of like similar things that happen mm-hmm. on the way down the road. And he said that like, he was like talking about the story of a hero, you know, and he was like talking about like major loss. Mm. You have to be dealt a really bad hand. <laughs> Right, hmm. and he was like the biggest, cause, cause he lost one of his parents too, hmm. and that's this what made him like start to to read about this kind of stuff. Yeah, and he said that like when someone loses a parent, it's like a switch goes off in the head. Like you become, you're not, you're faced with your mortality, right? Definitely, and you're, you're faced with this person that that no longer exist that you held there mm-hmm. and then you just hit the gas mm-hmm. and you go full fledged mm-hmm. you know and and you just take the hits yeah right which is which is fascinating because you you know it's it's a bad hand yeah you know but then it's it's the opposite end of the spectrum you know it's like like you said like what like I said what would we be at if they mm-hmm. if they didn't pass if yeah. they didn't you know I, I I would trade the world, mm-hmm. you know, just to sit down with moms yeah. and just be like, hey, just, like to have this a night. Is, just have a talk. But then also, I know that deep down in my heart, she's rooting for me every step of the way. And and I wouldn't say she's surprised. Mm-hmm. She's not surprised. She already she, knew. She knew. She already knew. She knew. And 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 all the monuments that are gonna surprise me and gonna surprise they already knew. Yeah. They saw it. And you know, I think I, I, I thank your mother for creating you, man. Just like I thank my mother for creating me. And like all the good people out there, I think mm. their mothers also for creating them. Yeah. You know, because that's what the world needs. The world needs more lights. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if your mother Father, or or anybody like if you are blessed, for, or if you're fortunate enough to have somebody that loves you, mm-hmm. that's all you need. You already won. You already won. You know, and 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 even though I, my mother's love isn't like there directly, mm-hmm. I still feel it every day. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm, <laughs> I get sad. I'm like, man, I, I I wish I wish you could piss me off. Yeah. I had I had a voicemail for the longest time on my mm. phone, and I used I used that that really fucked me up. Same because I would listen to it mm-hmm. day in and day out, and then yeah. I remember when 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 I when I lost that phone, mm. it was like I lost her all over again. Yeah, I had this little piece. Yeah, you know, but I'm getting off topic. But man, yeah, I mean, moms and. Yeah, we're just making them proud. Yeah, definitely. I'm, 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 if, if, if y'all, if, if the world wanted to know what my kryptonite was, it's gone already. Yo. The kryptonite is gone. gone. Man, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Like, bring it. That's exactly how I do feel. Do your worst, because I'm going to do mine. That's exactly how I feel. Right? That's exactly how I feel. You know what? On that note, man, um... Y'all, thank you for listening. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, Andrew, my brother, 
I appreciate you, man. I love you. I love you too, um, man. That's all yeah. love, baby. Yeah. I'm yeah. out here hype. Yeah, this was dope. Fuck around and tear up. <laughs> Catch a tear. This was dope. Um, y'all, once again, as always, and per usual, please um, rate, review, share the show. Wherever you're listening to it, yo, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Google Play. Wherever you are listening to the show, like it, you know, reblog it, repost it, um, you know, send us a review. Five stars, please. I only take five stars. Um, you know, we need that. I need that. Top five, top um, five. Top five, top five. Dial on, dial on, dial on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, yo, and, uh, yo, we're going we're gonna to end it like this. Um, shout out to uh, Sway Jury as the music rides out. And, um, yo, continue to stress the margins, push the needle, shift the culture. This is for those who know. Peace. Peace.